Thanks for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks now. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is the 23rd of October. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, former Temple uh, University basketball star Deontay Christmas was arrested in North Philadelphia on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Police say Christmas, who was with the 76ers but cut from the team, was stopped in North Philadelphia at Nadro Avenue near Broad Street at around 7.30 for driving erratically in a car with heavily tinted windows. Uh, once he was pulled over, police say they found Christmas had a handgun in the car oh. <laughs> and was driving with a suspended license. Yeah, you have to see all the creative writing on this story. Like, know, you know, yeah. saying the coach said, well, it's not Christmas time everywhere you know like <laughs> uh christmas the high scoring shooting guard in his uh four years with the owls played uh in four of the sixers seven preseason games scoring seven points and grabbing five rebounds while seeing 30 minutes of action oh. christmas was driving without a license officers found a loaded nine millimeter handgun uh hidden under the driver's seat now the car and the gun were later found to be registered to sixers forward Mari spates uh christmas can what- i borrow your gun <laughs> well i think he probably they said it was under the seat, so he probably borrowed the car and the right. gun was under the seat. Uh, Christmas was charged with misdemeanor weapons offenses uh, early Friday morning. But, like, when I heard that he was arrested, I was like, oh, no, like, what, you know, what was it? He really, he just got pulled over right, and he just right. so happened to, you know, <laughs> driving someone else's car with a gun, didn't have a license. I mean, it's not Take like he my was... car with the gun under the seat yeah. and the heroin <laughs> in the trunk. <laughs> no, he was in North Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. so... Don't you want to alert someone that you have that going on? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, another one was Jose. another one was uh it's not Christmas time when you're arrested and you know get cut from the Sixers. Like <laughs> that's well, not even I a good joke. No, yeah, that's not not good. I can't take yeah. it. Yeah, not creative at all. Uh, so anyway, he was arrested in North Philadelphia last night. Right. The Philadelphia District Attorney says murder charges will be filed in the death of a ten year old girl who investigators say was horribly abused. Those charges were announced as police investigate the death of Charlene Ferraria of the forty seven hundred block of C Street. Now on Thursday, police said that the girl's stepmother, forty three year old Margarita uh, Garbito and the girl's father, 53-year-old Dem- uh, Domingo, would be charged. The girl died on Wednesday. Uh, the medical examiner found a 7-inch cut on her head that was filled with gauze and covered up by a hair weave. Authorities say the girl also had a broken arm and pelvis. Investigators say the girl died from pneumonia and other infections after blunt force trauma to her ribs that caused her lung to collapse. Sickening story. Yeah. I saw the uh, some interviews on TV yesterday with the, the neighbors and they were talking about the girl and she had almost like this perfect attendance at school. Uh, you know, all that with being beaten up and sexually assaulted and, yep. you know, and, and that the, the gauze thing under the, the wig. I mean, she's going around with an open wound, no, no. you know? It's, it's 10 years, uh, 10 years of hell. She and, was, she was robbed of everything. And, and uh, it just, it, it, it I, this story just hits me so hard. It, it's just horrifying. And, and, uh, the social services are one of those, uh, one of those groups. DHS. Yeah, they had, they had, uh, investigated a couple of years ago. Yeah, 2006 and 2007, but they won't say what it was. They didn't find anything conclusive. And, you know, yeah. they've, they gotta be kicking themselves. I mean, unfortunately, it's not 100% all the time, these investigations. Right, and, right. And, and sometimes they can miss things and they, they weren't able to do anything about it. But the, the next door neighbor, 
neighbor was just crying and stuff. Yeah. It's horrible. Well, here's the statement that DHS released. Um, <laughs> they said, I am deeply saddened by the tragic death of 10-year-old Charlena Ferreria. Unfortunately, state confidentiality laws pro- prohibits us from disclosing any case-related information to the public. However, as the facts of the case become known to DHS, we'll we have lots of work to do in looking at the recent events that could have led or could have prevented this tragedy. DHS is fully cooperating with police and the district attorney's office as they investigate this case. On Wednesday morning, the young girl told her stepmother that she felt sick and that she had hit her head the night before, uh, or that's what they're saying. At around 10.30, the stepmother uh, said she found the girl unresponsive on the bathroom floor. Medics rushed the girl to St. Christopher's Hospital where she was pronounced dead. After an autopsy, police say the girl uh, had been abused for years. Now, authorities said uh, she was also she, she also suffered injuries indicating that she had been sexually abused, but neither parent uh, has been charged with a sex crime. Wow. Federal officials are investigating whether two Northwest Airline pilots fell asleep while overflying their destination by 150 <laughs> miles. Wow. Is that, isn't this supposed to have like sort of a built-in checks and balances system yeah, and, and that's what the co-pilot is there for to stay awake while you yeah. take a nod? Well, yeah, yeah isn't that the point? Uh, <laughs> are you not supposed to both take a nap together? <laughs> what do you say we just cash it in tonight? Well, that's what they're that's what they're that's what they're investigating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, controllers were trying to reach the plane by radio when that didn't work. Normal procedure would be to have uh, the airline's dispatcher also try to raise the plane using a phone light device with chimes. <laughs> the Airbus A320 <laughs> the Airbus A320's brightly lit cockpit light uh, displays should have shown the pilots that it was time to start descending to land. Instead, the plane... <laughs> Instead, the plane uh, en route to San Diego with 144 passengers and a crew of five passed over Minneapolis uh, at 37,000 feet just before 9 p.m. Wednesday. Is there any button in the cockpit that just says sleep? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> for, no, but there's... Press this. I know it was you know, autopilot, and thank God they had that, but... Uh, co- contact with controllers wasn't established until 14 minutes later, according to the National Transportation Safety Board, which is investigating the incident. Did you, did you hear their excuse or what they say was happening? That yeah, was... They were they were they were arguing over FAA regulations. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, they just got distracted while they were doing that and uh, flew 150 miles past the airport and didn't hear controllers trying to contact them. No, yeah. it was an intense argument. By that time, the plane was over uh, Wisconsin more than 100 miles beyond Minneapolis. Uh, the pilots didn't discover their mistake until a flight attendant in the cabin contacted them over the intercom. The pilots uh, had lost communication with air traffic controllers for uh, over an hour and had overflown their destination by 150 miles. Wow, federal. Officials are investigating whether uh, pilot fatigue may have played into the role. Mm-hmm. In sports this morning. What can we possibly do with such small penis? The Phillies will have to wait at least two more days to learn which team they'll be playing in the World Series. Unlike the Dodgers, the LA Angels did not crumble when trailing by three games to one in their best of seven ALCS. Uh, the Angels squandered an early 4 nothing lead, then overcame a 
4-4 deficit with three runs in the bottom of the seventh inning last night to beat the New York Yankees 7-6 at Angel Stadium. Now the Angels have to win two games at Yankee Stadium. Uh, game 6 is 8 o'clock tomorrow, and if a seventh game is needed, it will be on Sunday. Claude Giroux scored the only goal in a shootout, lifting the Flyers to a 4-3 win over the Boston Bruins last night at the yeah, Center. Nice. The Flyers are 1-1 one one in shootouts this season. Goalie Ray Emery made two saves in the shootout. Not yet, jeez. And Boston's Michael Ryder hit the left post of Drew's goal. The Flyers are home again tomorrow night when they'll host the Florida Panthers. Game time is 7 o'clock. And the Phillies are still the World Series champs. Yeah, yeah. That's what I have for you this morning. Preston and Steve Rock on 93.3 WMMR. Birthdays today run by you on Friday, October 23rd. Uh, we have Weird Al Yankovic. Wow. And his, uh, a milestone birthday for him. Happy birthday to you. Weird. Weird Al is uh, 50 years old today. 50? The big yeah. five-o for Weird Al. Yeah, exactly. He's and still rocking that sort of uh, Jesus soul glow hairdo. It's a stupid looking hairdo. Yeah. I mean, for, for pretty much... Especially for him, I was going to say for pretty much anybody, but for him, what the hell is this? His, uh, his, uh, oh, James uh, Blunt James cover. Blunt, yeah. Pitiful. Really? This is the one that Blunt wouldn't sign off on. Life yeah. is brilliant. What? Was I too early? Oh, sorry. Should I? Do you want to start over or <laughs> keep going? Okay. Now? Now? My life is brilliant. Your life's a joke. <laughs> You're just pathetic. <laughs> You're always broke. I will hand it to him. Star Trek uniform. He's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah he is. Me. You're suffering from delusions of adequacy. <laughs> You're pitiful. You're pitiful. You know what I did appreciate about uh, Weird Al, though, in his videos, especially like the Eat It video, is he did all of the choreographed moves that Michael did. Right down to the uh, the very last one, yeah. They he, weren't executed as, as well. cleanly as Michael did, but he did every single move. I still like the fat video. I that thought it great. was funny yeah, as yeah. hell. You ain't fat, you ain't nothing. <laughs> you ain't nothing! But he's 50 years old today. He's also like a mental level... Genius. Really? Yeah, very, very intelligent guy. Wow. Uh, well, happy birthday to Weird Al, who is 50 years old today. Robert Truillo. Robert of, Truillo? Yep, oh. of Metallica. He is 45 years old. We actually sent, uh, didn't Jose interview him one <laughs> yes. time? Yeah. It's, um, uh, he, he said, we insisted that he always called him Rob from Metallica. Yeah, but he would say Mr. Rob, Rob. from Metallica. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and he was a really nice guy. He was, he, yeah. He, he sat and chatted with, uh, with Jose for some time and, and put up with it. it was we great. still have any of that? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere. yeah. Uh, but anyway, Robert Trillo is 45 years old today. Ryan Reynolds. Hey! hey. That's uh, Casey's buddy is uh, 33 years old today. Married to Scarlett Johansson. Quite a score. I'd say he won in that department and pretty much all departments. Um, X-Men Origins. I him. Uh, he plays uh, Deadpool in uh, the Wolverine movie. And now he's going to play the Green Lantern. Is he really? Yeah. And weren't they talking about maybe giving him uh, his own, because they're starting to do those X-Men Origins movies, maybe uh, Deadpool might get his own? That's what play. I hear. So he possible. might, it's possible he'll be playing two superheroes at once. Yeah, because right. th there was a, at the very end of the credits uh, in Wolverine, uh, there was a scene with him. Okay. Where it indicates that it's just him shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just walking around. Where are your pickled beets? Well, he's uh, 33 today. Ang Lee, the director. 
is uh, 55 today. And uh, Just had the Woodstock movie out. Didn't do so well. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, though, did very well. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yelling Gerbil Dancing uh, Radish. And uh, <laughs> The Hulk. Uh, so he's 55 today. And then the last birthday I saw is another director, Sam Raimi. Ah. Did we talk to him? We did talk to him before uh, Drag, you down to, Drag Me Down to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Uh, what did I tell you about hell? <laughs> what did I tell you about hell? Uh, he did the Evil Dead movies and uh, the Spider-Man movies as well. So he's 50 years old, just like Weird Al today. So happy birthday. Coincidence? To all those. I do not know. All right, let's try to get the answer to the stupid question. Who was the first actor to receive a salary of $5 million for a single movie? Which seems like nothing now. Yeah, let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, Gazooks. Hey, Gazooks. Mike, do you know the answer? Uh, I'm going to go with Bruce Willis. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> It was Bruce oh, Willis. Unfortunately, I don't know. Was it for Die Hard? I don't know what movie it was for, to tell you the truth. But it couldn't have been Hudson Hawk. Uh, no, no. So, Mike, since you got that right, we're going to give you the premium multimedia handset and carrying case. Hang on just a second. Make sure you join the MM Army of the T-Mobile in the Willow Grove Mall tomorrow from noon to 2. Play Guitar Hero to be Matt Cord's concert correspondent from the Pearl Jam concert on the 28th. Visit WMMR.com for the details. T-Mobile, get the coverage you need at the price you want. I do have uh, news to tell you that this particular entertainment portion will not include anything about John and Kate. Wow! Oh, what about no. Lindsay Lohan? Well, Lindsay's in there. We'll oh. this. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> um, no, this is she's sort of in it. Okay. Uh, at least we'll take sort of. Four more people have been arrested in connection with the burglaries of Lindsay and Audrina Partridge's homes. Uh, sources tell People Magazine that one suspect, 19-year-old Rachel J. Lee, is also under investigation for allegedly being involved in the $2 million jewelry heist at Paris Hilton's home last year. Is this a girl or a guy named Rachel? And is suspected uh, of being a ringleader of these crimes. Uh, I'm going to guess it's a girl. Okay. Because uh, Ra- I thought they had a guy. Well, they do. They have a guy named Nicholas Prugo. Oh, okay. He was so arrested is- last month for allegedly and, and formally accused, uh, the Lowen and, uh, of those, of those two burglars. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way. So, uh, good God. I know. Nothing There's, is as terrifying Jesus. as this. There's a picture of Lindsay that's just hideous here. Hideous. Do a search on ugly Lindsay Lowen. That's on our site. It's, is uh, it really? Yeah. Five years, um, span in between. The one on the left and the one on the right. I mean, just fantastic on the left. That was for that, I think that was maybe for... GQ. Uh, GQ, yeah. Yeah, I think that was that. Wow. Uh, but by the way, I was uh, in the current Maxim, uh, and I, I, I don't know the hills. I've never watched that show. I have, yeah. But Audrina Partridge, she does a... Uh, uh, there's a photo Is spread. Is it good? Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Okay, she, I think she's okay. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Oh, all I right. was quite surprised. Uh, prosecutors say that Partridge's home was broken into back in February, and more than 43000 dollars in jewelry and designer clothes were taken. Uh, the burglary of Lowen's place came in August, during which an estimated $128,000 in jewelry, designer clothes, and accessories were taken. The amazing thing is probably a good portion of that jewelry is stuff that she just borrowed from uh, what we hear. Yeah, but She's always borrowing stuff and never returning it. But they have uh, they have arrested four people in that, wow. uh, in that case. Uh, reports are surfacing that a David Letterman sex tape may exist. Oh, oh, right. oh. Uh, the, the, 
The National Enquirer claims that a studio surveillance tape caught the scandal-plagued late-night host and a much younger female co-worker in a, quote, compromising position. <laughs> Dave's cornholing someone. <laughs> uh, sources <laughs> claim the footage could uh, shatter Letterman's marriage, which has already been strained by the 60s-year-old's admission of having slept with show staffers. An insider, oh, my. It's a dirty Sanchez. Insi an insider said if the tape makes its way into the criminal case, it'll explode his marriage to smithereens. It's one thing for him to have publicly admitted to having sexual relations with some women on his staff. It's another to see him in the throes of passion with one of those I women. I can think of nothing more disgusting. Yeah. I mean, God bless you know, Letterman, but I do not want to see that. I don't think it exists. I bet you it comes out not true. It could be nasty. And I signed true. up for the Tom Sizemore sex tape. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd have did. to sign up for this. Catherine Jackson, mother of Michael Jackson, may have lost out during another probate hearing on Thursday. Kind of a bitch. Uh, Mrs. Jackson changed legal representation right before a key hearing in which a probate judge was to rule on exactly how much authority estate administrators John Branca and John McLean uh, should have over the singer's estate. Uh, earlier this month, the judge granted McLean and Branca the authority to handle the many creditor claims and lawsuits. Me facing the estate, but there is a dispute over how the judge's order should be worded. All right, so uh, the long story short, she may end up losing what she yeah. thought she originally was going to get. Yeah, she dumped her legal team of L. Lundell, McMillan, and Bert Levich. Turns and out they were actually a carpet cleaning company. <laughs> and instead, you know, McMillan yeah, and I Levich. Like, yeah, they're good, right? And instead, she has hired Adam Streisand, known for his expertise in Los Angeles probate cases. Is that the brother of Barbara Streisand? Doesn't say anything about that. That's what I thought immediately, but no. Uh, however, the switch caused Streisand to miss a uh, uh, the hearing entirely. By the way, if I were a man and my last name was Streisand, I would have to change it. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Because you can't not think of Barbara Streisand if your last name is Streisand, so... Uh, anyhow, so uh, that will continue on. Um, Ashley Simpson Wentz has been cut from Melrose Place. Oh, really? Yeah. I just watched it. I had it on DVR. She sucks. Anyway, I can't stand her. You know what, though? They cut the dude we had in the studio, too. Did they? Yeah. Wait, oh, they no. did? Yeah, He's that's what they saying. No. What? Todd Slavkin, is that him? No, no, no. no, no. no. I'm sorry. No, no. Colin Egglesfield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really? they were both dropped uh, from the CW <clears throat> drama. <gasps> Oh, Ashley looks hey, good. Ashley looks far better than she's ever looked. However, yeah. but on that on that show, no one can act. I don't yeah. care. She's so, she's yeah. so annoying. I can't stand her. Maybe it's just her character. Whatever. Uh, but did you hear the the Philly reference in that show? No, I didn't. They, you know, the guy who's the the up and coming movie producer, yeah, yeah. or director, the he, annoying guy. Yeah, yeah he says uh, something about that. He's at a meeting. He says something about uh, the Ritz, the Ritz East, I think. And uh, and she goes, "Oh my god, in Philly." He goes, "Yeah, that's where I'm from." And so it was like a little. Do you listen to Presidents? Do you listen? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so good. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty. I'm cool. surprised I missed that. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I love that word of the week, Price. <laughs> Maybe we could get that to happen. Yeah, awesome. uh, yeah. from Melrose Place. <laughs> Oprah's having yeah. our ice cream. Ice cream. We're all Melrose over Melrose Place. Place. <laughs> We're getting people fired from a drama. Well, anyway, those two are gone. The show's executive producer, wow. Todd uh, Slavkin, wow, wow, told the magazine. Oh that you're quite an actor. You're quite an actress. And you're destined for big things. But on Melrose Place, there's no hope for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Todd Slavkin. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, he told the magazine, I've seen him come and go in this industry, and you both have the chops, but not for this particular project. Send <laughs> it out, wait, and then the phone will start ringing again. Trust me. Now, excuse me, I'm due over the craft services table. They got Krellin's <laughs> Lavkin. <laughs> uh, he had uh, told the magazine <laughs> that the decision... To put it as bluntly as possible, <laughs> there's no place for you on Melrose. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Uh, it, he said that the decision to let the two go has been the original plan into going into the development of the show. He explained, we felt that once the murder mystery involving their characters was resolved, the tone of the show was going to shift and uh, Simpson to a musical. Uh, no, Simpsons Wentz character would move on. Slavkin also said that the pair took the news like professionals. Why did I hurt you? Hold on, so you said the murder mystery was solved, so I guess that's coming up because it's really annoying me that Sydney's not on the show. That was the... the Sydney was... Uh, Sydney's one of the home runs. I know. Yeah, well, where yeah. the hell is she? She that's was on the first question. episode, and that's it. Well, he said they took it like professionals because they knew ahead of time that uh, the... Had a lot clear. ...that uh, leaving was a possibility, but Simpson Wentz seemed fully engaged in the program earlier this week when she tweeted, New Melrose on tonight. Tune in. On the set with Heather Locklear and Brooke Burns. These ladies oh. are freaking awesome. Such a fun day. Is Brooke Burns the gal from uh, Doggy oh, Dog? Yes, she is. God, she's beautiful. Wait, who? Doggy Dog, you remember that uh, that show? It was uh, people did all these stunty type things, and she was a gorgeous blonde. Like, it used to be like, like Baywatch, right? Yeah. Well, no. No? No, no. Well, no she that's been. Brooke Burke. No, no that's no. what she was. No, that's Brooke Burns was with Bruce Willis, though. Are yes. they still together? No. no. They were together, though. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Okay, I I know who she is. Um, yeah. but the other one came back this past uh this past week. The photographer chick. Okay, dark, oh, right, yeah, long, right. dark I haven't seen this week's one. Okay, oh, um, catch up, Steve. Right. Um, come on, well, I'm well ahead of you on nine hundred two one zero. Tell you that, know, yeah, you friend. are. Yeah. Get Slavkin on the phone. Maybe he can get you some uh, copies of the show. I'll send you a little uh, pre advance greeting. It'll be awesome. Uh, Dennis Quaid narrowly escaped a DUI on Wednesday night. Oh. Is he out of his mind at this point? According to several gossip sites, he was a little strange when we had him, and he was a nice guy. Oh, it was Randy, Randy Quaid. No, 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 this is Dennis Quaid. We love Dennis Quaid. Steve, did you see the picture in Entertainment Weekly of Dennis Quaid as uh, Bill Clinton? <laughs> is it is it good? It's remarkable. Oh, and really? There's a, an actress that I don't know playing Hillary, and it's um, third in a series of the of this British writer who's doing... I think it's Jenna Hayes. Uh, it's not Jenna Hayes, it. no. Um, she's uh, this awesome. guy's doing a series on uh, on Tony Blair, but in this next uh, Tony Blair movie, it's got uh, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, and Dennis Quaid is playing Bill Clinton. Very cool. Uh, well, anyhow, he almost Randy got a DUI. Randy Quaid is playing Gary Busey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> according to several gossip sites, uh, TMZ and Radar Online reported that the actor was in his car about to drive home after Wait, a he night. he got a DUI in his car? No, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, he was in his car about... He didn't get a DUI. Okay. He was about to drive home after a night out when uh, a police car pulled up alongside the vehicle and urged him not to drive. Well, that's cool. Uh, police reportedly said to Quaid, get out of the car, to which he responded, what do you want me to do? And eventually, Quaid, his wife, and a friend went back inside of the restaurant and merged later to a waiting taxi cab. I said, get out of the car. A uh, paparazzo reportedly yelled at him, you don't want a DUI. You don't want to end up like Mel Gibson. So he got out of there and did not. Everyone pitching in. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else. Oh, this is sad news. 
Uh, Soupy Sales died. Yeah. Oh, wow. He I was loved, still alive? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 to be honest, I didn't know whether he was or wasn't, but uh, this is this is sad because I love Soupy Sales. He was great, man. He was one of the innovators when it came to uh, especially, you know, a t a comedy television that catered to children but and slapstick comedy. But that was clearly as uh, intended for adults as well. Sure, yeah. sure. Absolutely. I mean, and he, he uh, had a, uh, a long career and the kid show became so popular. And this is before shows like Uncle Floyd and stuff like that. Uh, he had the Rat Pack on the show. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had Sinatra, and he would have all these major celebrities come by. And of course, his big thing was the pie in the face. Yeah, he died on Thursday at the age of eighty-three, according to his former manager Dave Usher. They and said he died quietly at home. Ah! Uh, he was famous for taking more than twenty thousand pies to the face. Yeah, that's how many wow. times Dude, he that's got a it? A lot of pies. Uh, yeah, he was um, <laughs> suffering from many. You know, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, a lot, lot of pies. pies. Dude, probably if it had been seven, it wouldn't have made the list. No. <laughs> but 20,000, that almost known seems for like over seven pies <laughs> to the face. Seven doesn't get you the obituary. No, but 20,000, yeah. you're uh, going to get bumped up. Uh, he was suffering from many health problems when he entered a hospice in New York last week. He's, what, uh, he's 109, right? He was 83. Okay. Uh, sales is survived by 109 pie years. Trudy and two sons. <laughs> in pie years? Yeah. Hunt and Tony are his sons. Um, there, Stephen, you said you have the you have the collection on DVD. Yes, I do. Yeah. The one of the great one of the all time great jokes that was ever pulled on yeah. live television is uh, he, they're getting ready to sign off the show, and all of a sudden he hears a knock on the door. They have a you know the set. That was his big thing. He would yeah. go to the door, and you would see like uh, like Fang, which was just a, a claw glove yeah. come it's out. Be a dog, right? Right, right. And you well, start to hear people talking to him through the door. He goes over to the door, and he opens it, and you just see him react like, "Oh my god!" They had a stripper on the other <laughs> side of the door, which you couldn't see no, yeah. from the angle of the camera, and she's fully naked, <laughs> swinging her boobs around, and he just dies in hysterics. They did have another they camera have an angle, that yeah. they were recording from the other side where That's you can awesome. see the stripper, and it is a scream, because it was a kid's show. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. But, well, um, one of his one of his big um, uh, controversies or, or situations that backlashed against him, he uh, he did, it's famous, he said, you know, kids, go into your mommy's and daddy's wallets. And get that green paper in there and send it to me. And Condom? Uh, some of them, no, no money. No. Oh, money! Yeah, I was yeah. like, you're talking about rubbers. <laughs> Condoms? You know those green paper. Send me rubbers. those rubbers. I got a lot I of things that were wrapped up. Oh. Yeah. In, in a, send me but. those ribbed condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Did kids send him money? Yeah, yeah, really. Send me that diaphragm your mom has. <laughs> I want to smell it. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, so that, that might have been inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> they were a good 25 years away until the invention of the diaphragm. I want to smell it. <laughs> How could you think that would work? Dude. Oh, he was really inappropriate. Well, that was inappropriate. <laughs> he was an innovator, you know? <laughs> Go dig up a, a dead relative. Anyway. I want to have sex with it. Soupy sales. Sorry to hear that. Soupy. Right. Soupy. Let's uh, <laughs> you again. Let's go ahead and get to the clips. Yay! Try and stay on time today. We got a lot of guests coming in shortly. So, like half we know. Uh, Cirque <laughs> du Freak, which is a new supernatural teen movie. Uh, the Vampire's Assistant. It's Cirque du Freak, the Vampire's Assistant. Selma Hayek. It says Cirque du Freak, the Vampire's Assistant. Go smell your diaphragm, Steve. <laughs> 
Salma Hayek, who makes a cameo, talks about not having a fascination with vampires in this. Here we go. I don't have a fascination for vampires. It's quite ironic. I, I've actually been a vampire in a movie, and I've been in love with a vampire in another movie. And yet I have no fascination whatsoever with um, vampires. Uh, but, this, but I did love this script. I want to see you naked. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we have another clip. Uh, um, yeah! Hillary Swank. Don't you hate her, Kathy? Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, she was on Leno last night. Uh, the new movie. But I'll watch her movies. Amelia opens today. I watch her movie. <laughs> oh, she looks hideous. Do you see her in this movie? Yeah, she is uh, Amelia Earhart. Oh, well, yeah, well, Amelia Earhart was ugly. She was a pig. She, well, you know what? They make ugly people pretty. Wait, wait, what am I trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> no, like, you know how sometimes there'll be ugly people, and in movies, you know, they always get a pretty yeah, actress. But they she, couldn't They couldn't do no, that you know, to Amelia Earhart. Actually, Never. Amelia Earhart was, was, was moderately attractive. Not She wasn't ugly. Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought she was pretty unattractive. Anyway, She's dead. I saw her in a Playboy. Uh, anyway, Hillary Swank talks about uh, how Amelia Earhart encouraged others in this clip. Here we go. She really encouraged women, you know, to settle down if they wanted to, have a family if you want to. Um, but you know, if you want to have a dream, if you have a dream and you want to follow it, go after it. You know, see the world, travel, and um, you see that in this movie. You. So there you go. In this picture, it's like I like the Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm thinking. Uh, that's what she looks like—the kid from uh, Christmas Story. You know what movie I do like her in? Actually, Karate is, Kid Four. No. Uh, uh, what, is it P.S. I Love You? Is that? Is that her? the one where Gerard Butler dies? Yeah. Uh, yeah, was that any good? That I liked it. It was cute. You know, I it was watched, a cute girly movie, but hey, uh, she was okay in that. Her, no, Million Dollar Baby. She's awesome, great. awesome movie, yeah. and she's fantastic. That's what I that mean. Movie. I can watch her movies, unlike Sandra Bullock's Never movies. once, though, did I believe she was a baby. Really? Yeah. No. Million Dollar Baby? Yeah. No, I guess not. It's, she she seemed too articulate. Uh, anyhow, that's what I got entertainment-wise for you. Preston and Steve on 93.3. WMMR. A number of guests are going to be on the show throughout the uh, morning, and we have three of them that are here. This GameX thing that's coming up, I know that Very you're... Very excited about this. You're definitely uh, thrilled about this one, Steve. Yeah. Uh, and uh, video games extraordinaire, as well as some genre stuff, right? Well, yeah, pop culture stuff, all the kind of, you know, sci-fi and, and uh, horror, apparently, and, and just, just great genre stuff, so... Yeah, and uh, we have a few of the guests that they're going to have out there for the uh, the course of the weekend. I have a, I have a clip to play, actually, and <laughs> I, I don't know if this is from... Or male or female guest from this particular movie. Both. Is it both? Oh, yeah. It's All right, the well, here whole we go. Thing. All right, here we go. Hold on a second. <laughs> hey, listen, Jerk, until today, you never even knew how many guys I slept with because you never even bothered to ask. Then you act all nonchalant about f 12 different girls. Well, I never had sex with 12 different guys. No, but you sucked enough. F yeah, I went down on a few guys. A few? And one of those guys was you. The last one I might add, which if you're too stupid to comprehend, means that I've been faithful to you since we met. All the other guys I went with before I met you. So if you want to have a complex about it, go ahead. But don't look at me like I'm the town whore because you were plenty busy yourself before you met me. Well, why did you have to suck that d I mean, why couldn't you sleep with him like any other decent person? Because going down isn't a big deal. I used to like a guy we'd make out, and sooner or later I'd go down on him. But I only had sex with the guys I love. I feel sick. I love you. Don't feel sick. Every time I kiss you, I'm going to taste 36 other guys. <laughs> I'm going to Maybe later you'd be a bit more rational. I'm 37. I just Goodbye, can't. Goodbye, Dante. <laughs> Hey, try not to suck any f on the way through the parking lot. Oh, one of the greatest lines ever from any comedy. Absolutely. From Clerics, we have Marilyn Gigliotti and Brian Howard. Yeah. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. 
good. How are you? you? Good to see you. Uh, we're great. Uh, and also, we have to welcome. You may have seen him in a gr- one of the best horror movies, uh, and, and yeah. the best of the series, most definitely. And uh, and I've I got to get the name right. Jesu Garcia. Yes. From on Elm Street. How, you, how are you, man? I mean, I'm glad to be here. Thank awesome. You. Uh, sorry you didn't have any dialogue like that in uh, Elm <laughs> um, Street. No. It, it <laughs> happened to me. I just didn't do uh, the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if Kevin took over the franchise, that, that's <laughs> where it would go. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No kidding, man. How did you guys, going back to, oh, there we go. There's the music from Nightmare on Elm Street. How, how did you guys handle all of that dialogue and clerks? I mean, it's it just scary. rapid fire nonstop. Well, I talk fast anyway. I've had to learn how to actually slow my dialogue down working on anything. But um, it, it was scary to learn all those lines. It, yeah. was, it was my biggest fear for the whole thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I would imagine the script was just uh, like paragraphs of, of just stuff that you just had to uh, mm-hmm. Basically little soliloquies. You you guys have a lot of those throughout, right. the, throughout the movie. And that's, you know, that's, that's the way Kevin writes. So I mean, I, I was fortunate enough. I, I'd done a lot of theater in, in Jersey at the time. So, I, I mean, when you're in live theater, you can't just go, oh, wait, stop. Let me do that again. <laughs> right, right, right. You got to know the whole show from beginning to end. And literally, like, the first scene that we filmed was the scene later on in the film where the ex-girlfriend comes back from Pittsburgh okay. and I pull her into the to the video store and I'm giving her, you know, the what for, what are you doing, how come you're here, I'm here, you're getting married, blah, 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 blah. And that's a seven-minute no-cut, no-break. If you watch the movie, it's seven minutes straight. And we did three takes of that, and that was it. And that was the type of, you know, we couldn't afford, like, many takes because well, we were in micro-budget. A micro-budget, yeah. And then the movie started to uh, to take off. And, uh, you know, but how long, how long before it actually clicked? Because the critics caught on to it pretty early. and, and But then it, I think it, it, there was a little bit of a um, of a lull when, and until people finally started to right. embrace it. I mean, what happened was uh, when it came out in theaters, it wasn't mainly advertised at all. I mean, Kevin had taken it around to different colleges. Right. And uh, we actually, there was a screening of it at that last Woodstock, if you remember that the second Woodstock that they had right, back right. in 94. You the know, good where, old days. Yeah. <laughs> during, like, the last show, let's say, ends at, you know, midnight of the live band, and then there was nothing till like, the next morning. Okay. They would show different movies, and Clerks was one of the movies that they did to promote the, the film. So, you know, when you have everybody on X and, and other sorts of uh, yeah. intoxicants at that point, they're like, you had him last night. I don't know. There was some movie about <laughs> Dick being, you know, whatever, and... You know, so there's all that type of thing going on uh, that it didn't get really picked up until the video sales. To be honest with you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, go ahead, Bryce. Do, do you get uh, do you get people? Because I mean, obviously, uh, number one, do people just call you Dante when they see you sometimes? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You get that a lot. And and uh, are, what what are the what are the hardcore fans of of Clerks like? There, I would imagine there are people that you run into that just live this movie, or you know what I mean? Um. Yeah. There's a convention this weekend. You'll have a great sampling of the fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, gaming. Yeah. Comics, you know the whole nine, right? Do, I, do people d- dresses you? Because you know sometimes people will go and I, I, there's not really a Dante costume per se, but uh, right, are, are people I, I, ever dressed I, as you? You actually find more people dressing as Silent Bob. And yeah, Jay, more. I, figure, I mean, yeah. There, there are guys that do. Well, now with the second movie that came out a couple of years ago, where Dante works at a fast food restaurant, they sell those movie, okay. ju- you know, uniforms. So there are guys who do the whole goatee and. We, and yeah, you I don't know. think that I've ever seen anybody. No costume of you. <laughs> of anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they could come in with like 36 dildos or something. Like 37. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never seen anyone in costume, but I've seen 
them commit the act. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking uh, to Kevin Smith just a while ago, and he said yeah. that uh, Clerks Two was one uh, is one of his two favorite films. Yeah, that he's he, done. He, it really came from the heart for him on that one. I'm, I, I I know he 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 means that genuinely. Yeah, Jason, how do you uh, how do you deal with uh, people that are actually dressed as Freddy Krueger? Uh, it's kind of weird. I get a little jealous because Robert England pulls in more people in the line. <laughs> yeah. sitting on the house <laughs> and, uh, but you know he's it's it's kind of fun. I mean, what it's a little bit daunting though sometimes they come up to you and they go so what have you done since yeah and i'm like uh i've done a lot dude i've done like 20 something all right man you look kind of you're, you're you look kind of good. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 good do you get actual freddy krueger coming up to you no uh, you well, people, people dress up people yeah. dress up blood and gore but i've never gone to a like uh an x like a game x type of thing where it's kind of mixed up yeah I, I think you'll 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 have an, an interesting and round. i love games so i'll be drifting away playing some games and uh, testing dante's inferno yeah, do you play any uh uh all oh, of yeah. you oh, are yeah, you a gamer I'm, I'm a big gamer yeah, yeah what uh, what do you what have you played recently uh, recently I was playing a lot of, um, you know, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty. Oh, we, yeah, the new one's coming out. Yeah, the new one's coming out. I did the, the, well, the last zombies. one, well, yeah, the Nazi zombies, right, when the world of, uh, the, they had the World at War one. Right, which, which was, which was good. Yeah. I like that. But, but Modern Warfare is Modern Warfare, no you know, you can bring in the heavy guns and the 50 cal and all that type Nothing of thing. Nothing beats a laser sight. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's so funny because the, the new one that's coming out, if you buy the collector's edition I yeah. hear, you're actually getting night goggles. Yes, that's right. And, I, and I'm, thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, in this day and age, don't you think Al-Qaeda's like, Yo, Muhammad, <laughs> we must order 29,000 copies of this game to yeah. get our night vision. We can to kill the infidel. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Modern Warfare, have you seen the coming attractions? Yeah, I have. It I just have. looks spectacular. Preston, this game would rock your world. I know. I, I, I had to quit on the uh, you know exploding heads game once my kids <laughs> got old enough. And I, I, since I get up so early in the morning, I go to bed at the same time they do. So that would normally be my time to play right, the exactly. Call of Duty type game. So I've had to bail on them for a little while. Oh, there they are. Look, there's the picture. Dude, that that's stuff. like real night, night vision, vision goggles. goggles. Yeah, I don't yeah. even have an Xbox. I'm gonna. I'll buy one just to get those goggles. Exactly. And you know what's going to happen. It's the night you were talking about it earlier in the broadcast. There's going to be now these all night vision sex tapes coming out of all. <laughs> sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marilyn, do you play at all? Uh, no, not, <laughs> since, uh, you not know what? since Nintendo or Nintendo, something like that. Nintendo, yeah. Sega. yeah. Well, girls actually are, are, are uh, the, the amount of females playing games has rose exponentially. Huge. Person, I should say. Huge. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, and actually what's fueled it, uh, the, the Nintendo DS and the Wii has, yeah. has, has thrown it through the roof, so. But the Wii called me uh, obese. You know how they measure that. Oh, that, that fitness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did, did we fit? I will, I'll never play Wii again because <laughs> I lost weight since then. You, but you realize they're they're comparing you to Japanese <laughs> makers. Yeah. Yeah. They calibrate you for the skiing and then they go obese. <laughs> that's that's awful. That's no, impossible. Look at him. He's not, you're, you're skinny. My I mean, my wife got ridiculous. got like you know they estimated her her like age at sixty five and she's in great shape. She's yeah. a little thing so. It's it is a little, a little off. off. Yeah. It's totally from the Japanese mm. point of view. Come on, people. <laughs> yeah, They're like, yeah. you are all a very obvious. <laughs> Jason, what titles do you like uh, uh, to play? I like Call of Duty 4, but I had to get off of it. I, I did feel the crack. You know, I, I was an addict for 20 years, yeah. so I can feel the, the Call of Duty. <laughs> at, one, at 1 a.m., I was like playing Vietnamese. I remember like at 2 a.m., I'm playing Australians. Yeah. And I really can't stand it when I got a five-year-old calling me a fag. <laughs> you know? Dude. 
dude. Yeah. Yeah. So you do Such yeah. a five-year-old. I'm not that good, dude. I'm 46. I think I can kick your butt a little bit. It's like, come on, fag. And then they, really? know, they know where you spawn. You know, these kids are brilliant. Yeah. So they know where you spawn. Yeah. I don't know yet. Yeah. Well, well, we, 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 what he means is when you regenerate back in the game, there's usually a set area. Yeah. So they'll, so you'll they'll just be sit standing there behind you. Kill you. Boom. And just boom. As soon as you respawn. Come on, fag. And then yeah. they talk to you and they bring you down like dad used to. That's harsh. <laughs> like dad used to. Listen to you. Your dad called you that word? Yeah. It's, wow. Uh, Cubans, it's a common thing. It's yeah. You're always yeah. being called a female horse or a fag. Wow. A female horse? Really? Yeah. It's, it's to inspire the, uh, the Cuban male <laughs> to become tough. No wonder you were an addict. Yeah. Jesus, man. <laughs> you female whore. <laughs> and yet you dress like one. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh, so it, it, with the with the games, I mean, uh, are you guys going to be there all weekend or or just today or? Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm actually there all weekend. I'm um, there uh, Saturday and Sunday. Okay, and uh, are, are there besides? Because I've seen you at uh, I think it was what was a Wizard World convention one time. Uh, uh, I was there once many years ago, and then uh, I think last time I was in here was Monster Mania. Right. Well, okay. And, and, and you were I think you were hanging out at a. Uh, uh, what booth was it at at, uh, at Wizard World that you were at? It was a specific... uh, I think it was I think it was Kevin's uh, the the View Askew booth. Right, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Is that what you're doing here as well? Does it have anything to do with Kevin or no? No, it's okay. just uh, they. What happened was uh, actually they contacted Marilyn first to come down and and like I said, it's it's not only just gaming; it's also pop culture genre stuff. So right. they had her come down here for signings of people's you know DVDs and autographs and stuff like that. And then they were like, "Do you know if you can get in touch with Brian?" She's like, "Sure." So and I'm in, I'm in Jersey, so it's like a hop skip for me to get here so that wasn't the problem so i was like yeah i'll come on down okay. i love philly i love uh i love hanging out with these fans they're they're really cool and it's a gaming convention i mean i'm also another gaming addict so yeah. I was like you know what i'll be wandering away from my booth as well and they're gonna have a lot of new stuff on on exhibit Absolutely. There, i think there's is there is the natal being the uh the the, the xbox you know that the, the project right that i don't know i mean it i mean the sponsorship is just if you and there's a ton the of them yeah tons of them and it's all you know the the big names in, in the gaming industry and they too. tend to hand out free swag Right, which is very right. cool. I mean, if you can't get out to Vegas for the E3 type of you know big, that's the giant, yeah. world giant gaming king. Well, this it, is a taste of it, and know? it pissed me off because I never can. So well, I want this who, one who to, to take off and succeed right. and grow. So we don't have to sit there and just watch it on TV and say, "Oh man, I wish I was there." Right, exactly. It's and you know, and, and it's great. You can get tickets for the whole three weekends or individual day passes. I mean, the hours are good too. It's not like, well, what kinds of times you guys close? I mean, because we're doing nine thirty in the morning till eight at night. Right, it's open. That's and then actually surprised about that. Right, exactly. Well, it's <laughs> gaming. No to be idea. honest with you, that's just like the convention floor. Then if you go to the hotels, there's like all night twenty four hour tournament play as well. Right. So then Big, there's what they uh, call land parties. Right, yeah. land parties exactly. Uh, and it used to be circle parties. Now, yeah. now, it's, <laughs> now, now it's all about landing. Yeah. And then uh, Sunday is even a late night. It's 10 till 7.30 at night. And once again, though, you can find yourself getting into many different tournaments. There's even cosplayers, those people who dress up like certain... We, we right. have uh, sure. one of those ladies coming in today. That's yeah. right. And they're right. awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Jay-Z, what you said about the, the five-year-old uh, just made me uh, realize something, you know, because I'll play, occasionally I'll play some games with my... my they ruined me, man. My sons. Well, my son's nine years old, and I'll play um, uh, Halo 3. Halo with him, yeah, and he will just pick me off repeatedly uh, with a sniper rifle. I'll be standing there thinking I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm sneaking around, I'm in good cover, bang, my head explodes. <laughs> 
and he'll be laughing. And what you know what I realize this is? This is like retribution for if, if you have kids and like you're teaching your your younger son to play soccer or something like that. Every now and then you'll just do like a little Pele move and go yeah. around, bang, yeah. hang, you know, scoring them left and right. That's them doing that crap right back to you. Yeah, yeah. You know. And, yeah, yeah. And I tell I you what, though, I've the tables I've, have turned. I've hopped on, and I, I won't I won't do the smack talk. I'll shut off the audio, but I'll but I'll you know, periodically listen. And uh, I, I've I've done I've done well a couple times. You know, have you have you ever gone? Have well, you, did you did you do the well, uh, uh, free for all? Uh, yeah, uh, what yeah. drives them crazy because I like guerrilla warfare. You know, I right. did some Che. Uh, you know, I did right. played Che in some movies. So what they don't like, they love spawning back and forth all the time. So they don't care about being aggressive. I treat it like it's one life. So I get guerrilla on them. Well, you can play that way. You can yeah. play where you don't respond. Yeah. How about yeah. not responding? Yeah. How about being like, "This is your one life. Don't be so bold." <laughs> and then let's see how good you are. Right. And like I'll do some guerrilla. You know, on maybe you, it's good you stop. You know, <laughs> exactly. Well, there are those guys that like go around and do mi million like 80 something kills and whatnot and yet their death rate is like yeah. 70 something times i'm like you know, when you do the balance and the scoring you're, you're not that good you're that not good. that good and you know what i do i hit the, like in, in modern warfare 4 and free for all i just and i, I agree with that i i, I consider it I, how long i can go without getting killed yeah. but i tear out i just keep running and gunning <laughs> and and, that, and and it pisses other people off but i'm playing the right way i think that's right i gotta point this out i'm just getting a kick out of watching jay yuzu's body language over here he's 46 years old man are talking about playing six, I'm seven pissed. years old. He's like, he's like this. Let's see how good you are now. Yeah. No, I, was, I, hey, no, I did some movies. On. I did some Vietnam movies. <laughs> People don't play like that. People don't fight like that. So right. I get upset when a seven-year-old acts like an idiot. He's yeah. responding. Like, you know, come on. Put an AK-47 in here. seven years old. I don't care. These kids need to learn They need so to learn. <laughs> wait, till, wait till number two comes out. A life is not easy to give away. That's right. Except in video games. Well put. God. You're a philosopher for the video game. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, man. it's going to be awesome. I think you're going to have a, oh, a yeah. great turnout. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, the the ticket information. Let me see if I've got this right here. Uh, um, I don't have it. <laughs> you don't have the sheet. Right here. I, I do, it's but it's on the sheet. Buy your tickets for GameX. I mean, I can read this the verbatim if yeah. you want to. Um, let me see here. No, there's a lot of stuff here, and it doesn't say exactly. Uh, Greater Philly yeah. Expo Center. Uh, three days of video game entertainment. Blah blah blah. It just does. I'm trying to find out where you can get the tickets. I guess well, you know there. There's a link on our site. There's a link on our site. Yeah. Hey, go That's to go do. to PrestonandSteve.com, and that's Game uh, Game Expo, which is G A M E. XPO US and um, it's right out in Oaks. It's this brand new convention center. Yeah, it's really it's real cool. cool. Yep. Uh, and it's it's sprawling. I mean, there's enough room. There's there's ample parking, so it's a great place to have this entire convention. And for each of you, uh, Brian, do you uh, uh, do you interact with uh, with fans via Facebook, oh, Twitter, stuff like that? Yeah, I have, I have a Facebook page. Uh, I also have a Twitter, uh, but it's Brian C O'Halloran. Okay, it's a Twitter page. Uh, someone already has Brian Holloran, but yeah, I have Facebook. Okay, and how about you, Marilyn? I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, and uh, Jay Zoo. Jay Zoo Garcia. There you go. All man. right. One life. Awesome. <laughs> 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 I love it, man. That should be, you know what, that should be the title of your autobiography. I here. think he's right. right. I One think he's life. right. Yeah. yeah. And you got, and you have to reload. You, you can't have infinite, infinite exactly. ammo. Yeah. yeah. You know, people run out. You only got four we magazines. see eye to eye you know on this. Mean? Yeah. I love it. Special All right, forces. so then wait, what's your, what's your question on then martyrdom? Um, 
Oh, what is martyrdom? What is uh, that? I've actually been lost on a lot of this when you, conversation. When you, when you, when you die, there, you, have three, you have three skills that you can yeah. interchange. One of them is martyrdom. <laughs> when you die, you then explode. Like, ten seconds later, you, you pull the grenade and you explode. Okay. A lot of people think that's, like, very noobish, very, like... Now, oh, I like course. it, but I don't, do the, I don't do the grenade drop. I do the final shot. So right. as I'm dying, I pull yeah. out my sidearm. Right, which is the U.S. soldier right. way of going yeah. out. Not, I don't take out everybody around me. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm Christian. I can't do the martyrdom. Yeah. I gotta Just, go out blasting like John Wayne. Yeah. Right, because that's never ending the argument as well online. Like, oh, you stupid martyrdom noob. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just like the grenade launcher, the grenade launcher, they call it the noob cannon. Oh, you noob tubing, dude. That's wrong. <laughs> oh, hey, um, is there a, uh, is, you know, is there like a, you know, two sides of the fence with, uh, with people who play like the first person shooters and people who will only do sports games? Well, yeah, yeah there are. And then there's the, also the MMOs, which but, is the massive like fantasy games like War, you know, uh, Evercrest. Yeah, yeah, Warcraft and all that. But there's no, there's no, there's less of a conflict between first person shooters and sports than there would be between first person shooters and and the the massive online. Right. I mean, because right. that, that's always very fantasy. That's very costume oriented. That's right. very forget that you have kids. Uh, <laughs> well, if you're, if, if you're lucky to meet someone to have kids, right? right. <laughs> you're jumping the gun there, yeah, sir. That's, that's right. Uh, well, the, uh, the Expo Center in Oaks is where this is going to be taking place. It's uh, the Game X. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy your time here in Philly. It's cool. And by the way, Maryland, I must let you know we've had more than one IM pop-up that says, uh, I want to be 38. So, <laughs> Do you know how many? I, you know, there can it, only be one 38. Yeah, I know. I know. She's still working on it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Brian O'Halloran, Marilyn Gigliotti and Jay Sugarsia. Yeah. Go to PrestonandSteve.com for information on the GameX this weekend. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Everybody's kind of a little frazzled today. Nick, was where'd you go, Nick? Uh, I had an appointment down the hall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I look around, man. We're about to go on. Nobody's in here. I'm like, what the hell's going on with everyone this morning? And by the way, Casey needs a doctor, too. Dude, yeah. Anybody, Something's wrong with him. My I, my head is so clogged right now. And unfortunately, I've been so busy, I can't even get to the doctor. So I just need somebody to come by with that little light thingy that they put in your ears. But don't get technical on Yeah, I don't know what the hell it's called. You, but you're I, saying your equilibrium is off. It's, it, I mean, I mean you, be, you, have, you think you might have an inner ear infection? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I had... You're going to need like, something. You need some sort of medicine. Exactly. Doctor, uh, so if I can actually have a doctor come by, look at my ear, that way I can You're... actually call my doctor instead of making an appointment. I just say, hey, tell him to get me a prescription of Augmentin or something like that. Why don't, Why don't you, you just, just call and say, I have, doc- an yeah. I have an ear infection. Uh, because then he would want me to come in, and then I, I don't... Oh, heaven forbid. I don't think yeah. if you suggest your own medication, he's going to be up for that. Oh, I've done it before. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey, listen, uh, Doc, I think I need some morphine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to Wait a minute. Yeah. So you're asking, you're, you're literally asking I don't waste on the my... radio yeah. for a, a house call. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, I'm, listen, I've been living with this for a week now, and, and I can't get to the doctor today because my wife has a doctor's appointment. Then i got to take go my daughter her. to swim lessons. Can you go with her? You'd uh, be like two for one. No, nah, I just, <laughs> seriously, I've been I've been so busy. I, 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 I seriously cannot get to the doctor. I went to a doctor for, for my knee. God, I'm falling apart. Yeah. I am well, falling apart. Well, uh, all right. I, you know, well, well, the call has gone out. Yeah. Okay. Dude, listen, you, you guys have made calls for whatever. I, sure. I need a guy to come by, look at my ear, and see if I got an inner ear infection because I can't live with this anymore. Okay. I'm all going right. freaking crazy. Right. I okay. swear it's, to God, I I'm going tell, bonkers. I can tell it's irritating you. It must be really bad. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know if you can just call up your doctor and say, hey, I need this kind of prescription without him actually yeah. checking you out first. 
Yeah, I think I can. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Why not? Yeah. Oh, we're, man, re we're rewriting medical uh, science. Why it's you augmenting. I'm not asking for Oxycontin. Yeah. You know? yeah. But no doctor would want to prescribe something to you without taking a look at you first That's because of their own their own uh, you know uh, personal protection. I don't know. What you can do is steal his prescription pad and just write it yourself. Sure. Yeah, that, you know what? In fact, that's what go. I recommend. Get, get, yeah. Go get his prescription pad and write your own Ask prescription. Ask him if you can have one. He has a couple of those. All right. Yeah. Casey legitimately wants a doctor to come by. So there yeah, you go. I put it out there. We got to do the <laughs> bizarre you. file. Let's go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. We'll start with this. A rural town in New Zealand has been forced to cancel its annual dead rabbit throwing competition. Why? After oh. complaints from animal rights groups. Really? Yes. In the <laughs> contest, which is held each year to coincide with the start of the pig hunt, uh, children see how far they can throw a dead rabbit. But the SPCA said the rabbit throw sent a message to children that dead animals were fun and could legitimately be used as a form of entertainment. Uh you very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Uh, Charles uh, Cadwallader. Charles Cadwallader? Animal cruelty inspector said the rabbit throw was also cruel. He said, do you throw your dead grandmother around for a joke at her funeral? Well, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> however, she was so light and so shaped like a football, we had to go for it. However, not everyone in the town agrees with the ban. The organizer uh, of the pig hunt said that the decision to can the event was political correctness gone mad. He said children in communities like uh, the area where they're having this had a better respect for animals because they are brought up with them. Yeah, once kids get to throw some dead animals around, they tend to have more respect for them. <laughs> But to put this into perspective, rabbits are considered to be a pest in New Zealand. The country has more than 30 million wild rabbits. Wow. They're, they're overrun with, with wild rabbits. Which, I have to throw a few around. Uh, they cause an estimated $22 million worth of damage. So, so there you go. Uh, and I swear to God this is true. An ice skating bear with a Russian circus turned on its trainers on Wednesday, killing the circus director Whoa. and seriously wounding another man during a rehearsal. Ta-da! Uh, Maybe because they make the thing ice skate. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, right on, Kathy. Yeah, I got your back. <laughs> Kermangazi Isanayev, the director of the arena, uh, said that workers with the visiting Russian troop managed to drag the two men away from the bear and close the exits until rescue workers arrived. I'm amazed that the bear got traction on the skates. Uh, police shot the bear dead. The circus's 25-year-old uh, director, Dmitry... At least I died on stage. ...Potapov was uh, reportedly dragged across the ice rink during the rehearsal by the bear before a 29-year-old employee attempted a rescue and was also seriously hurt. Okay, now I'm going to pirouette and then I'm going to rip you through. Uh, the incident was not the first time uh, a visiting Russian bear has been involved in a deadly attack. Who's those visiting Russian bears? In, a two, in 2002, a bear on loan from the uh, city zoo attacked and killed a small child who had reached out to pet it. Uh, the animals, Can we borrow your bear? Uh, the animal's aggressive behavior in that incident was blamed on malnourishment. So the bear was just hungry. Yeah. Saw a kid and said, hmm. Not and bad. it's odd because uh, bears traditionally in, in the forest skate a lot. <laughs> By the way, bears trained to perform on ice skates have been a staple of Russian circus troops uh, with some in a standard stunt, also equipped with hockey equipment, including helmets and sticks. Well, that's awesome. Oh, my God. Well, uh, maybe on the flyers? That's a, uh, that's a regular, apparently. A goon. Yeah. In, uh, in One Russia. player never shaves. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see here. Now, we're going to wrap up the B-File early because our guest is on the line and ready to go. Yeah. So you ready to talk to him? Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to play. Is this a clip that we have? Yes. Okay. All right. This From is a Lightning clip. Crash. All right. Here we go. Hold on a second. Jeremy tried to seduce me. You did? 
I want my painting back. The painting was a gift, Todd. I'm taking it with me. It was so heartfelt when he said that in that movie. Uh, you know our next guest from so many of your favorite movies, period. Uh, I'll just rattle off a couple of them. Swingers, Old School, Starsky and Hutch, which I loved him in. Yeah, he was great. Uh, Dodgeball, we played the clip from uh, Wedding Crashers. The most recent one is in... Uh, Theaters now, and it's called uh, Couples Retreat. Please welcome Vince Vaughn. To yeah. our show. How you doing, guys? We're great, Vince. How are now you? Here's man? what I'm curious about. They're claiming that the bear was hungry. Yes. So he got angry. They say it was a hangry bear, and that is why the two-year-old was in jeopardy. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, <laughs> who is this, who's this Dimitri? Dimitri the bear keeper. This guy's out of his mind. Yeah, exactly. Dimitri had a problem. <laughs> I was stunned too to learn that you could actually uh, to, uh, put a bear out on loan. Mm -hmm. They start selling yeah. Levi's in Russia, and the bears go crazy. I, <laughs> I think we've got a script for a new comedy, Vince, right here. We do. It's called Dimitri and the Bear. Dimitri and the Bear. And they, lock, they lock the bear up, and Dimitri, Dimitri knows the bear's not good for him, but he can't stay away. <laughs> it's one of those forbidden relationships. Oh, God, yeah. Dimitri and the Bear. I always get amazing. Like, how do they set up a circus so that a, a, a toddler is close enough to even attempt to pet the bear? Right, right. Where, where does that seem like a good idea? Okay, let's put this here. Let's put the fence here. No, no, no. You want the kids close. You want them close for the picture. Let's put it right here. <laughs> put them close. To the bear. How about your Phillies? Yeah, oh, dude. Yes, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. You guys should go back to back. That's exciting. Yeah, it would be absolutely huge. Hasn't been done since the Reds it, it, way back when. Yeah, it's like going for zero to sixty. Nothing yeah. for as for as decades. As a lifelong yeah. Cubs fan, I'm happy for you guys. I always like to see any sort of teams other than you know the ones with sort of the biggest payrolls where it's always over when the first pitch is thrown get up there and compete and you guys got a great team this year so congratulations cool, thanks thanks, thanks. we appreciate it hey vince uh, concerning your movie uh, couples retreat i do have a request could you please start putting some attractive women in your films <laughs> i have uh, listen guys Good i'm Lord. a slave to my craft and if you're going to get mad at me for doing what's right by the damn movie then go ahead and get mad <laughs> oh man no you you have some gorgeous you women you know me i would have loved to do my normal workout routine and be ripped but i was playing a suburban down. I, had to, I had to do what was right for my part. You're saying it's for your craft that you do For that. my craft. I'd love to get up and just eat tuna all day and swim and run and do that kind of stuff, but the part didn't call for it. What am I supposed to do? This body's a canvas, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, now, this, this movie's rated PG, isn't it? It's PG-13, PG thirteen. the okay. same as what the, the breakup or dodgeball was. It's got a lot of laughs in it. And, uh, well, you know, Favreau wrote it with me and, and Peter Billingsley who produced Iron Man he produced the breakup it's his first time directing this uh, this movie but we've collaborated together many times and we always try to make movies for people I think you guys know what I mean when I say that stuff right, is right. funny that's relatable that, that you know whether it's crashers and it's trying to meet girls or, or, or you know swingers and you're getting past sort of a, a, a getting dumped by a girl this one here was sort of to make the case for family and for marriage and for having kids and, and have some laughs why we did it I, I, I got, yeah and I saw an interview with you and you said you sort of actively because you you guys have you've mastered the R rated comedy, but you wanted something that uh, it, the the the, ex the cursing or whatever didn't seem to fit in with couples on a vacation. Well, you know what's funny is when we started with Swingers, they were like we, the critics were hard on us. We didn't get in the Sundance or anything, and 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 they and they made like it was hard to do an R comedy, but we were just being authentic to what it was. Sure. Then it was old school, and and then there was Wedding Crashers, and then the and then there was Forty Year Old Virgin, and this new kind of run of our comedies. But we had done a lot, you know, prior to that, which they thought, well, boy, you can't do that. So for Couples Retreat, it's adult material, and it's and uh, you know the movie plays really well with 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 older people and adults, and with younger people. There's a lot of big comedy stuff in it, but we don't have the sort of hard language that you had. But you do have some scenes like a Favreau does go in for a. 
for a massage, and he tries to take it to the next level, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, happy so, ending. But yeah. they just do it, and we just totally do it in a way that's more like the breakup than it's like wedding crashers. Okay. I wanted to ask you about Peter Billingsley, because I know you guys have worked together for a long time, and, and uh, he was a producer on Made, which is an underrated movie. I love that movie. Um, but how did you guys hook up? And and uh, was he out of the business after Christmas Story? It was so funny. I, I came, I moved out from Chicago, and, and I, I had to go audition. I was very thankful I got a part of an after-school special. And yeah. uh, Peter Billingsley was, was the lead in the after-school school special and we were tackling one of those important topics that after school specials do <laughs> yeah. this was about don't do steroids in high school to become a better athlete <laughs> okay. so Peter was the one who was hopped up on steroids I was his friend and we just became best friends once we made the move I really we just we got along and we hung out ever since and then I met Favreau uh, through Rudy and then when we started collaborating John and I and started you know writing and doing stuff more so uh, Peter came along with us and the three of us have, have done together for with each other for a long time now you know it's, it's it's funny because you, you you talk about you know movies that, that sort of because uh, you, you shift a little bit. You can go back and forth between the, the scatological stuff and the stuff that sort of pulls at the heartstrings. I was watching Fred Claus. I love it. <laughs> I told you I guys this, yeah. yeah. And there's a sequence in that movie where I was freaking crying, and I'm like, you know, that director is really talented, David Dobkin, who who directed Wedding Crashers. It's the same director. And he wanted it? to okay. do something that's for kids, but have a different type of character. But you know, it's all the stuff we've done, as you said, made as years have gone on. You know, that movie scene, Swingers, at the time wasn't a festival movie. Crashers, when it first came out. So you know, I think that when you make movies for people and you and you go to make people laugh and stuff that they connect to, sometimes the 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 critics or, or, or those people don't catch on as quickly but but the audiences always do which is nice now for this new film you 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 uh you actually closed down an island resort and you guys had the run of it correct Again, I'm going back to my craft. <laughs> I don't know what you expect from me. I'm, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis drops out in his shoes, and all of a sudden, he's a genius. Yes, I know. That's the inequity of it all. Yeah. Uh, you know what I, I'm really glad to see is uh, is Jason Bateman uh, coming around and, and really turning back into uh, you know a, a more uh, visible yeah, yeah. And, and good actor. Was he fun to work with? He's one of the best. I remember that show when I was a kid that he was on with the checkerboard. It's your move. Remember that TV show? It was only on for like a year. That's right. Yeah, but yeah. He was like the biggest smartass on TV, and I loved him. And so now, whenever we write or do stuff, I always we always include Bateman. And he's not just funny. He's a really good actor, and he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, he was actually a smartass in uh, Silver Spoons. He played one of Ricky Schroeder's friends. <laughs> yeah, so he's like got something negative to say. Which is like, <laughs> no, but I love him. He, he's awesome. Listen, I want to talk about uh, how much I love you because uh, <laughs> your your characters are just so likable. And then um, when David Letterman got sick with the shingles, you hosted a couple of uh, shows there. I was blown away with how much fun you were having and, and how fun you were to watch. And how comfortable. Was, yeah, yeah, you were really good. at. Were you nervous? Well, yeah, I always watched those shows growing up. I remember the old, you know, Johnny Carson. I used to love watching that. I used to sneak downstairs and watch Letterman. So for me, it's like... It's the same thing that you guys do. If you if you ask questions and you're interested and you and you like to laugh and do stuff, it's not as hard. I think if you go out there and you try to just like, you know, tell jokes the whole time, that can be tough. But really, I had great guests and and uh, you know, it was just just it was fun. It was it was a, a really fun experience for me. A lot of your movies are the quotable movies. You hear people all the time, you know, saying different lines from the movies. Is that like you know, if people say that to you, does it kind of annoy you, or you know, you're like, dude, I was in that movie, I know, or is it you know, is it a compliment? I like it. You know, people feel. Connected connection to it and I like it for the most part there's times like if you're you know sitting with your mom and and having lunch and some dude comes up and starts screaming your money baby that's that could be a little uncomfortable but yeah. but for the most part I find it flattering uh, I was uh checking up on uh, on, on some of your uh, um, uh, stats here and uh, I noticed that uh, it says you're a big collector of the Madden uh 
a video game, and then you have all of the additions, and you're like a hardcore player. Is is that is that a main love of yours? Video games? No, that's not. I, I played the game, and I like it, but yeah. I, I'm not a collector of all. Okay, the games. that would be that would be issues times. But I think it's I think it's a flattering thing for someone to do if they like to do that sort of thing. Right, right, right. Because I know in, in, in the break, <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm like, don't touch that. That's the circa '89. They can't find that anymore. <laughs> it it seemed it seemed kind of weird to me, but uh, yeah, that's that's cool. Because in, in the breakup, you're playing it quite a lot. Do you have any? Uh, are there, speaking of that, are there any hobbies that you do as far as uh, you know, collecting or stuff that keeps you yeah, busy. I play the video games a little bit. I like to. Uh, right now, I'm involved in fantasy football. Any of you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm involved in a fantasy fantasy football league. I, I just picked up. Uh, I had. I drafted him later, and now I'm starting to start him because you have that breakout uh, week for the Eagles. Macklin, Jeremy Macklin. Okay. Yeah. You know now, what? What do you think? Are you are you a believer in him getting getting the targets? Every no, week? no, no, not not this season. There's too many targets. He might have a couple of uh, big games. Uh, you know, throughout the rest Two of the weeks season, ago, but... he had a huge game. Remember, he had the six catches. And the touchdowns. I know that was the same week I had Roddy White and Miles Austin, so uh, <laughs> I had more yards than you did. But <laughs> I'm a freak about this. Who's their receiver? Yeah. Now, who are your running backs? My running backs. I have uh, Slayton. I have Ronnie Brown, and I have Julius Jones and uh, Derek Ward. For some reason, I picked. But how many up. people are in your league? Uh, Twelve. Well, see, that's a small. I'm in an 18 person league. Oh, so that sucks. Yeah, it's harder to get. It's harder to get get on the depth chart. Well, what's the money at, at the end of yours? It's not about money. These gentlemen will tell you it's all about pride. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. Just to, yeah. I actually, put uh, in their face. I logged a formal complaint in my league last week. What yeah. was it about? It was because uh, Roddy White had 210 yards, and there's a 10 point <laughs> bonus when you get over 100 yards, but there isn't another 10 point bonus when you get 200 yards. And I ended up losing by seven points because of this snafu in the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in the rules. scorekeeping. So. so you'll take it on the chin, but next year they'll they'll change it. But what good does it do you at that point? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you just gotta bro. eat it. That's yeah, it, man. That's way it. You gotta roll the way you know, it does reveal stuff. It's like I don't care who you are. When the season's not going well, you're always like, well, it's just something I do for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're and then like if you're in second or third base, just like you can get called for dinner. You can have like you know stuff you're supposed to do, and you're like, just hold on. You're like going through your staff trying to make sure you get the right matchup. Well, Vince, I don't know if you know about the NFL Red Zone Network. But you got to check this out. Uh, every Sunday from one to seven, just go to channel seven thirty four and Comcast, and it has every game on this channel. And, and you don't have to watch a regular game they do anymore. Split screen. What about the package? Games. You don't mean you don't have to even get the package? No. Really? Yeah, it's perfect. I love the way this technology is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you sold it. Yeah. In the old days, it's like someone would have lit fire. I would have been afraid of it. And now I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so often, i got to just roll with it. i got to make my life better and better. Wow. Yeah. All right, Vince. Good luck this weekend, not only with uh, Couples Retreat, but also with your fantasy football. You as well, man. sir. Thank you. All right, brother. Good take luck. care. All right, Vince Vaughn, yeah. yeah. gang. Couples hey. Retreat is out in theaters as we speak. Damn it, I like him even more now. Right? And you bonded, Casey. Wow. I know. I didn't even get to tell him that I have Drew Brees as my quarterback. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Dude, he's, he's easy to get a man crush on. Oh, Because yeah. oh, yeah. he's so damn funny, and, and you could just tell he rolls with it. And you the know? funny thing is, years ago, the, you know, we the, the word where we, we just assumed that you know, he's, he's probably going to be difficult to Cocky. interview. Yeah. But he, he's no. never been. He's always good. No. And honestly, when, when he filled in for David Letterman, he had me rolling because, like, it wasn't your typical, I'm going to ask you a question, and then you're going to answer it. I'm going to have a quick, you know, little quip, and, and then we'll move on to it. I mean, it was just like it, conversation. Con way conversational. Yeah. We have a clip of that. Yeah. Is there uh, some of the, uh, uh, you know, just improv that you have been known to uh, become to known as? 
Do you get to By work the way, with that? I got I got an email. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it, it had something to do with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to. Find I got it. one too. Normally, like sometimes when people send emails, they'll start off with a Rantlers or a yeah, Gadzooks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that whole quote. <laughs> come to know yeah. that. Yeah, I, I. You know what? I'll have to. It's in my stuff here. Um, <laughs> I wanted to read it, but I, I'll have to find it's it. It's got to be there. Anyway. anyway. All, right. All right. Well, listen, we need to take a break anyhow. we got to stay on schedule. Uh, yeah. We have more guests on the way. Yes, Mr. Robert England. You know him as uh, Freddy Krueger. Yes. And uh, other films as well will be here. He's at the Monster Mania doing a book signing, and that is this weekend. Uh, we also have uh, Rich Voss, a Helium Comedy Club this weekend, and Gallagher is going to be yeah. here, too. Uh, plus, we have, is that Victoria? That's uh, Victoria. She is on the Bud Light Hottie Cam right now. Uh, you can go to uh, WMMR.com. She's gorgeous. She's into the cosplay stuff. Yes, oh. costume stuff. Did you bring costumes with you, Victoria? Oh, yeah. Laura yeah. Croft. Oh, ah. she's going to dress as Laura Croft Jesus. this morning. I know. WMMR.com uh, for the uh, VIP members to access the Bud Light Hottie Cam. We'll be back in just a minute, so stay there. On 93.3 WMMR. What'd you do with them? Motorboat? You play the motorboat? <laughs> you motorboat son of a bitch. You old sailor, you. Where is she? She's still in the house? Okay, I'm. you know what? Let me get back on the air here for a second. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, wait, stop that, Nick. No, no, listen, it was it was more important for Casey to put the fake teeth in. Casey there. had to put these Billy Bob teeth in his mouth as opposed to being prepared with the <laughs> with the love you hate you line ready to roll. Shall we try it again? All right, let's try it again. The rest of us love you hate you line. Listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. I get off. All right, thank you very much, uh, Kathy. Steve, real quick, you wanted to mention appearance you have tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be at the Sleep Number store at uh, 611 Cross Keys Road in Sicklerville, New Jersey. I'm going to be there. There's all sorts of uh, uh, sales and discounts. I'm going to be there from noon to 2. Uh, you can get an additional $50 stack table, uh, st excuse me, stackable offer if you come in on Saturday. So you can save anywhere from 50 to $1,000 off on the beds. And it's the big grand opening. They have, you and I have been sleeping on the beds. We love them. Yeah. So come on out and hang out. Yeah, but what if I want a stack table? Can stack I the table. Okay. Go ahead. I'll, right. I'll bring a table. You can stack it. All right. So it'll, so it'll be cool. It's tomorrow from noon to two. All right, cool. Well, our next guest is here in the studio. We had him here actually not too long ago. And this, I would imagine, a busy time of year for this gentleman. You know him, of course. From the Nightmare on Elm Street Films, please welcome Mr. Robert England yeah! to our show. I think Kathy, the traffic girl, missed a little accident on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Robert? I'm doing great. Good to it's see that you. time of year again. Yes, 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 it, yes is. it is. Is it so? This has got. I mean, do you look forward to this time? Because this is this is your. I mean, even though you're a classically trained actor and you've done a lot of projects. This is obviously so near and dear to so many people. Do you, do you get off on getting out and getting to meet your fans? Well, it's, it's obviously a very lucrative time of year for me, yeah, you know, yeah, with yeah. personal appearances and stuff. But this year, I've got a book coming out and a new uh, internet series, so I'm sort Ooh. of like triple pressed here. Okay. And then the book is Hollywood Monster. A walk down Elm Street with the man of your dreams. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and <laughs> did you uh, did you pen this on your own? Did you have a, a writer? oh no? Yeah, I had to have a co-writer. You know, you have to have an editor and a co-writer because sure. I, it, you know, one of the things the guy taught me was, you know, which things to 
select and which to omit because that's what gets difficult because you're I did a lot of it long distance on the phone with a guy uh, Alan Goldshire but you know he was like weird like he was kept picking this this play I'd done when I was a kid Pinocchio you know and I kept thinking why why is he doing that but it's because I had makeup on as right. Pinocchio you know I had the extended nose so all through the book that becomes like a recall for all the times I had to you know get under the glue as Freddy and other characters did did you dread that sometimes having to put that stuff on get that applied and all all that done yeah I think it was long about Nightmare in Elm Street part 4 I remember driving out to location one day one morning and like I saw the off ramp for the studio and I was like a dog who knew he was going to the vet, you know. I like force myself to turn off and, and face the cold glue. Well, people, some actors have said that when they put on, and they, they've been called upon to put on these prosthetic things after a while, they almost get a sense of claustrophobia. Did you did you develop that or you know once it's on and once it dries you know I'm a happy camper right it's just that 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 brush in the morning at, at five a.m. you know getting that stuff dabbed all over you and it itches for a while till it dries as they, as they refined it did the because initially I assume on the first nightmare when they had only created the prosthetics for th that initially I, I assume that was the longest time you would spend in the chair and they probably refined it down correct. <laughs> Actually, the longest time is when they would put, like, goat bladders beneath the foam latex prosthetic pieces to expand my head for an effect or something okay. like that. Those sessions were sometimes seven hours in the chair. Because I'd have hydraulics running down through my uh, nether parts. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are, are goat bladders, is that just an industry term, or is it literally? No, literally. They're, like, they're, they're very fine, prophylactic, <clears throat> thin, and uh, they would glue them underneath the actual pieces so and put the pieces on a little looser so that when they inflate, my head right. would swell up. Now it's probably something to do with CGI. Yeah, now yeah. it's all CGI. Yeah, that's those were the days of practical effects. Yeah. Right, right. It's like in the first uh, we we uh, Jay Sue is his name, right? Uh, yes, yeah. uh, Jay Sue Garcia. He Jay played Garcia, uh, Nancy's yeah. boyfriend in, yeah. in the first movie. That yeah. whole sequence, she's going up the wall. The room is flipped. Oh, you know, I mean, all that stuff was done without the benefit of any of the technology we have today. That was a, a literally a revolving room, and the camera crew was bolted in old bucket seats they got from a junkyard. Really? So they were upside down filming, and everybody else was right side up. And that's the, wild. And the Furniture was all glued down to look upside down. Did, did anybody ever get hurt on the filming of those sets? Well, this is all in the book, but yeah, on that on that particular sequence we were just discussing, they spun the room. The guys had been working around the clock, the effects guys, and they spun the room for the Johnny Depp sequence mm -hmm. where his bed kind of swallows him up and the blood comes Hold regurgitated out. Yeah. And uh, they actually spun the room the wrong way. They think they were supposed to go clockwise and they went counterclockwise and all the blood ran out over the soundstage. I remember I was watching it with Heather in her little sexy pajamas and I remember seeing like a little six-inch wave of stage blood heading towards all the cables on the floor yeah. and all the junk, you know, the junctions for the, the electrical and I think, uh, 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 wait a minute, let's see, electricity, blood, no, no, no. Yeah. I had, I just, I booked. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know what amazed me about the, the series and, and, um, uh, you know, I, I, I love the first one. The first one is my absolute favorite because to me it, it captures the, that whole essence and, and really breaks down what goes into a nightmare. But the, the, the character, which was initially a child molester. Yeah. Who is incinerated by angry parents becomes, the beloved character in the in the later film. Well, you know, he, we know we changed it during the shooting because there was a huge scandal. The McMartin uh, uh, the, uh, the school, murders yeah. out in uh, school out in L.A. Yeah. So he became a child killer, you know, okay. uh, euphemistically. But you know, the, the thing is, I don't think Freddie, anybody ever wanted to be Freddie when they grew up. I think it was more that I was the logo of the experience of right. this franchise that everybody enjoyed going to see. Right. You know, I don't think it was like when I grow up, I want to, you know, you know <laughs> I want to be Freddie. Yeah, third yeah. degree burns. Yeah. Well. The 
they're, they're planning on on uh, redoing the, uh, I guess, the series of they, it. They've or, done or, it. Yeah, yeah it's in the one. can. Yeah, I, actually, one of the kids in it is uh, played my son in a movie I did uh, last year with Brian Cox called Red. He's wonderful, and there's some terrific actors in it. You know, Clancy Brown from Highlander. And, oh, I didn't know and, that. Uh, Jackie uh, Earl Haley. Is... Jackie Earl Haley's doing Freddy. And, you know, I've been a fan of his as far back as that old bicycle racing movie, Breaking Away. Yes. Oh, he was remember very that? Yeah, he was great movie. in that. And News yeah. Bears. And uh, he was in, uh, did you see the, uh, the He's Watchmen? He's the best thing in Watchmen. Yeah. And he was great in that art film, Little Children, with yeah. Kate Winslet. So I think that's a real interesting choice, you know. And I, I've been, and the uh, Connie Britton from Friday Night Lights is playing the alcoholic mother, you know. And yeah. I think she's a terrific young actress, Well, everyone's too. been asking me when, once they heard we were having you in to ask you how you feel about, you know, someone else playing the, the role of Freddy. Well, and, it's like, you know, I made this joke before. I'm, a, I'm an old dog now. If I did, it would have to be Freddy versus Viagra. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Freddy meets Geritol. Yeah. <laughs> so there have been rumors, though, of, of, the, of a Freddy Jason 2 uh, that not happening. I think because uh, Time Warner, which has folded yeah. New Line into its company now, I think they want to reboot the franchise, you know, and make it their own now. So I think they're probably going to either remake some of the previous sequels or come up with some original scripts. I think that's their plan over there. Well, they're remaking uh, the series V, the, uh, which uh, you were in the original miniseries, which I love. I know. It's kind of a perfect storm year for me. You know, yeah. it's my the 25th uh, anniversary of Nightmare on Elm Street. They're remaking Nightmare on Elm Street. They've remade V, my two biggest hits, you know. So I'm I'm feeling a little old, but I also, you know, thought it was a, probably the, a, a good time to get the book out, you know, and as a kind of valentine to my friends, you know. Uh, no no cameos of you in either of those? Well, I I, I think they really want to have their own identity on okay. uh, on the Nightmare on Elm Street films. I don't know. Uh, I, I've heard rumors that I might be asked to cameo maybe if uh, if V is a successful series. Who knows? You know, I, I, I went to Comic-Con this year uh, for my animated shows, and uh, I saw a, a great... Uh, trailer for the new V, and it looks real interesting. The girl is playing the sort of Diana character, right? The evil looks yeah. great. Yeah, she, they, they've really reinterpreted her well. I think. What's your What's your web series? What What? Uh, oh, what my web series, yeah, October twenty sixth, uh, just in time for our favorite holiday, uh, Fear Clinic on FearNet.com. I've got the original Jason, you know, on it. Kane Hodder, really? uh, Danielle Harris from Halloween, mm. a terrific young rock and roller girl. Uh, cum actress named Kate Nata, who is, I couldn't keep my eyes off. I felt like a dirty old man on the set. <laughs> she is so exquisite and wonderful and just threw herself into this and an unbelievable effects guy on board named Robert Hall, who just did the Sarah Connor Chronicles on television. Love that show. It's got a nasty little movie out called Lay to Rest, too, which is one of the most uh, hardcore uh, retro slasher films in recent years. So check it out. October 26th. So this is this is a this is a, 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 a series, a horror series, a fully acted, uh, fully scripted yeah, full, yeah, it's based on a feature script, and we've broken it down into uh, uh, segments like a web, web webisodes, we call them, which is kind of hard to wrap your head around, you know, for, to, in, in terms of the narrative, but we've been successful with that, and uh, it, it's just amazing. I think, you know, like we did with V originally uh, in the early 80s, I think we've really raised the bar for production value, effects, and casting on the That's internet. All, because now the, the webisode stuff, the uh, uh, Joss Whedon did, the uh, the Dr. Horrible yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, miniseries. And then there was a uh, um, who who had uh, Danny Rosario Dawson had had a a spy 
series that was on. It was, and, there, and there's a new there's online. a new comedy show too on on Crackle that is supposed to be real good too that I've heard. I've, I haven't seen it yet because I've been so busy with this. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, again, this this short narrative, yeah, uh, attention span, short attention span theater. <laughs> that's a trick for us because you know you learn to do something with a look or a gesture instead of like a page and a half of dialogue. But we want to leave room in every webisode for these great effects, you know, because every episode is about somebody's phobias being exploited. Cool. I think, I think it's funny to watch the, uh, and interesting to watch the evolution of, of horror movies. Uh, when I was a kid, Nightmare on Elm Street, by far the scariest movie I'd ever seen, just, you know, creeped me out forever. And then kind of got away from them for a little bit. And I wanted to get your opinion on Scream, because it kind of revitalized it a little bit. And Wes Craven, obviously, you'd worked with. What, what did you think about the Scream series? Well, Scream movies are actually like like Sam Raimi's movies. They're really the deconstructed horror film. Right. Uh, and also Nightmare on Elm Street Part 7, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, is also, you know, just ahead of the Scream movies, but it really deconstructed the horror movie. It really acknowledged the fanboy and the fangirl yeah, yeah. and what they know about our devices and our gimmicks, and yet still tried to pull the rug out from under you as well. Uh, I did one a couple of years ago that's on cable a lot now called Behind the Mask, uh, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, and it's that same way. It's that it's kind of a Blair Witch concept, but the serial killer gets the, the film students to film the how-to manual of a serial killer, and then it slowly de-evolves into an actual hardcore slasher film. That's wild. A lot of discussion has been about this uh, latest movie, Paranormal Activity. Have you had a chance to see that yet? I haven't seen it yet, but boy, that, that that's a slick as snot marketing campaign. Yeah. Apparently, sure, yeah. you can't even get a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they, they uh, initially had uh, people vie online to have it shown in their city. What a great marketing a idea. Great idea, yeah. And I, I, I love that. I mean, I love that viral thing. You know, we're doing a little gimmick with that, uh, with, with, with Fear Clinic. You know, Danielle Harris uh, is is the particular character that I'm obsessed with curing, and I can't cure her. She's from the her phobia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and so I've I've kind of stuck Danielle down in the basement of my seedy clinic in Juarez, Mexico. I've lost my medical license, and uh, <laughs> she's stolen a BlackBerry, and she's literally SOSing and crying for help out on the internet. So we're going to put some real viral internet pleas for help from Danielle Harris. You That's know, cool. Out there. Yeah. That's wow. cool. It was a movie of yours uh, on the other night. It's one of my guilty pleasures. The The Mangler. Oh, the my, my uh, Stephen, King the Stephen King movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a hell of a makeup. That because that I had to I had to do that Harry Truman hair. Yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah, as as well as the makeup, and I think they that was like an early. Uh, uh, an early 90s contact lens, and then they still hadn't perfected. They had to have the, the blind painful, eye. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. you know, it's the peripheral vision goes, you know, and, uh, you know, if you've got make, you know, I'm wearing theatrical prosthetic effects makeup, and every time you put the, the contact in or out, you get a chunk of latex, you know, you get a latex booger in there with everything else, you know. <laughs> and uh, did, was, did King visit the set on that at all, or what was it? Was it? Uh, Toby Hooper and King are really close friends, and Mick Garris, they're sort of the Stephen King triumvirate. They're the, right. his favorite director writers and uh, so Toby always sort of has permission ever since Salem's Lot to uh, to do a Stephen King project he's working on another one as we speak was was the Mangler a, a short story or a character? it was I, I a don't... short story in that book where uh, Maximum Overdrive was okay. sourced out of yeah Did, uh, okay. seasons what was the, the name of it oh uh, uh, well there's the four seasons yeah and uh, you remember there's a head. whole bunch of them in that yeah, one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah Frankie Valley yeah yeah Frankie Valley I lost my virginity. Yeah, I'm sorry. To that song. It was actually it was different seasons, different seasons, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So different, the hotel, 
tell in the town. Yeah, it's that it's that collection of short stories though by Stephen King. Yeah, okay, it's one I, of those. I've not seen that one. Uh, so the book, uh, people can pick this up this weekend at uh, Monster Mania. You're going to be signing copies. Yeah, of this? my good friends from Monster Mania are having a book signing tomorrow night. We're having a cocktails and costume party. Uh, yeah, at the Crown Valley. Uh, I mean, at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Cherry Hill, and then uh, all day uh, Saturday, I'm signing ten to three. Let me now, tell you, I, it, it's a this is a blast. I, I go I go every time it's it's around, and and it's it's just if it's all things genre too, you know, and it, it's it's a great way to to meet uh, people such as yourself. And they you're, they always set it up so that you're very approachable. You're right there. It's not like you're behind a velvet rope or something. Well, I mean, I love it. I love to not just meet the fans, but I love to see the cool memorabilia that I haven't seen, not just for my stuff, but also I'll be sitting next to Lance Hendrickson or somebody yeah, like yeah. that, you know, when I'm there, or or, or uh, a Bruce Campbell, and I get to see cool stuff from Evil Dead or cool pictures from Alien as Aliens, you know, that, that, that the fans bring in. And I love the fans, especially East Coast. You guys seem to get more... Euro memorabilia here, yeah, you know, yeah. and I get to see some really cool. I, I saw a poster last year from uh, Latvia from the original wow. movie, and I, this was still when they were under Soviet rule, and it was three color lithography. Uh, Heather Langenkamp, Nancy, yeah. she looked kind of like Ingrid Bergman. I looked like uh, Robert Mitchum with acne. It looked like a, a film noir poster, but it also looked like we'd done the movie in 1948. It was so cool. That's wild. <laughs> that is awesome. Do you have, I mean, there's so many one-liners that uh, that Freddie had uh, through that series. Do you have any that stand out that you really liked? Well, I, you know, the one I wrote is my favorite. It, used, it, it was sort of convoluted and didn't fit in the actor's mouth very well. It was something like, uh, oh, you'll want to be on TV, huh, honey? And I turned it into, ha! <laughs> Welcome to prime time, biatch! Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. And he slams her head right into yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. From the Dream Warriors, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. That was one of my favorites. From yeah, from that well, series. what of your of all of the movies? Which one was your favorite? The first one? No, you know, actually, I'm and we were talking about you know uh, the Scream movies and deconstructed horror a moment ago. But I really like Wes Craven's New Nightmare. This yeah. is the one where where the, the you're the actual actors. Uh, we're really ourselves. And, and, and yeah, because because, oh, yeah. because the 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 mythos is so tangible, you it actually creates it. And it, it actually comes and into it's reality. it's very edgy because it's earthquake season in L.A. Yeah. And there's a great moment in the movie where you, I mean, it's it's brilliant where you don't quite know when the dream begins. And you have to watch what Heather Langenkamp, the Nancy character, is wearing because she literally goes to visit her husband, a special effects guy, on the set of a Wes Craven movie. And you think she's just visiting with her kid. And then you realize, wait a minute, she's wearing the pajamas from part one. What's wow. going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's really a nice blend. I've got to say, I've never seen that one. It I has a great that. concept. It's what if just by the power of the story that they've created that it forces it into reality. So Robert is playing himself. He's, he's and they're they're all playing their their own characters, but Freddie becomes real because of the of the mindset, of wow. the, because of the impression that the movies have made. Well, it's as if Wes Craven really researched something that may have been real. Yeah, and Freddie's sort of manifested. He's like he's a little ticked off that he's become this sort of pop cultural joke, you know. Wow. All right. Well, the books uh, you can get them at uh, Monster Mania, and it's going to be tomorrow from uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. is the, is the book signing. That's on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. And how about the 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 cocktail party? Vince? That's that's tonight. Starting uh, at uh, around eight o'clock, yeah, costumes and yeah, at the Crown Crown Plaza over there in, in New Jersey, and I'm going to be uh, greeting everybody and hanging out, and I'm, I'm the guy I'm the guy with the claw and the drink in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Monstermania.net uh, for the information and uh, the book. If you if you can't make it out this weekend, you can pick up elsewhere. Hollywood Monster: A Walk Down Elm Street with the Man of Your Dreams, and uh, good to have you back in oh, here. Good again. to be here, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me, Robert England, gang. Yeah. And 
listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. You're listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. I love this. Our next guest, uh, he's been here before. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. We get uh, little info sheets on, I know. on people that come in. and uh, Just to keep us up to speed. Well, let me let me read you verbatim what this says. Uh, he has one of the highest rated half-hour specials on Comedy Central, and his DVD just sold over 40 copies. <laughs> hey, listen, awesome. I'm out of control, okay? All right, I, 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 you don't have to form two lines with me when you're buying DVDs. Right, I'm right. Right. Form a one line guy. That's, That's awesome. Uh, Rich Voss. Rich Voss. Uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in the studio and I'm looking at all these girls sitting here, and the guy, it looks like a high school dance. Yes. Like, like these hot girls are no way going to dance with those guys. Right. Those are the kind of guys that are going to grow up and become very rich and get even with girls like that. Eventually. You know, it's, true, look yeah. at, it's so, like, and, and these girls, are, they're cute. I mean, all right, but you, you'll hate them in three years anyhow. Uh, you know, three out of four are a Law and Order episode right here. Uh, hey, hey what, what kind of a what kind of a person were you in high school? What what category would you fall under in the social structure? Drug dealer. Uh, I would have to go with popular. No, yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. So I grew up in a, in a in a kind of a more of an urban black neighborhood in okay. black high school. So I was I grew up in that you know playing sports and this and that. But then I turned to partying and stuff. So I was the guy that could do get you this. I I didn't have it because I were never Demone. had. It. I what's that? You were Demone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I guess if I saw the movie, I would agree <laughs> with you. I probably was. That's who I was. That would be but a- I was the middle guy because I never had enough money to to build my own. Uh, you know, drug uh, empire. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, store. Yeah. So, and I partied in high school, but I got along with everybody. Okay. I was the kind of guy that could go to the par- party at the jocks, the hippies, the, the the black parties. I I would go to parties where I was, you know, you just see this little white dot in the basement. <laughs> you know, uh, I, that's just how I grew up, and that's and that's in life. You were the white piece on a snowcat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say that. So, or, so- or they thought the bill collector. Uh, so. In high school, is kind of cool because it, it, it helps you in life if, if you grow up in that environment. You, you know were able I mean? to sort of fly under the radar a bit? Did you get any ass kicking or, or were, you, were, you, were, you, were you able to handle yourself? I, I, I never got beat. No one yeah. ever messed with me. They just did not fool because, like, the black dudes, I all grew up with them. So yeah. no, none of them were going to mess with me. Right. From, you know, and the white dude, no one messed with me. That's you know? cool. That's and, cool. And when I started going out to bars and stuff every now and then, you get in a fight. And I took karate back then, so I was pretty good. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I was pretty good back then. That was before I really started getting involved in, you know, getting high. I mean, I got 23 years clean. Yeah. Although I do have 23 years clean, I still have some of the habits of, of like, you know what I did? The other day, I was driving through Dunkin' Donuts through the drive through and I ordered a coffee and a donut, right? Yeah. So I get to the window. The guy opens the window. He's holding the coffee and a donut. And I'm holding the money. And I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me. I'm going, look, pal, I'm not giving you the money until you give me at least the donut, you know? Uh, right? Because I don't know the guy. I've never dealt with him. So he finally, well, he gave me the donut, and I drove away. Because you can't trust everybody. <laughs> So you learned well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of those habits. You got to make sure. But I, after what? school, what? Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. I say, what if you were to keep the donut? You would have gotten, you gotten screwed there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You can't just give money to strangers. How do I know that coffee wasn't full with just water? You know, 
I give him the money, he closes the window, he's out the other door. Sure, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We got to build a relationship. Dude, I mean, how how hard was your or your abuse? Were you, uh, you know, were you drinking primarily? Oh, drugs? Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. I, well, I started off, you know, when you start off young, 22, yeah. that was the best time of life. We would party, meet girls. You know, sometimes we didn't meet a girl at the bar. We'd go to the diner, get some diner straggler late at night, you know. <laughs> some girl walking from table to table at 2.30, everybody's plate like Helen Keller. Right. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'd pick up an undesirable and I kept a mattress in the basement so my roommates wouldn't see her and I'd right. sneak around back through the basement. We'd fool around. I'd sneak her out. Wow. Right? And then one time I meet this girl we go back to her place and I'm sitting in her basement. Uh, so <laughs> She had her mattress for you. Yeah. So it all started off fun and games but then I worked my way to, to you know, free base and crack. And okay. And that's where it kind of, you know, that was the time. What was what was the because everyone has that that absolute nade or that that you're you're absolute down and out. What yeah. was the moment that make you said enough of this? When I was drilling holes in rest area booths. You said you met Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. uh, you were a, a glory hole contractor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know we never made eye contact. That's hilarious. So. A glory a glory hole contractor. No, That's I just <laughs> I just got sick and tired of living that life. Yeah, you know there was no real bottom. It was just. A lot of bottoms. You we know talked. What I mean? We were talking to Colin Ferguson, and he uh, he said that he had uh, he actually had a suicide moment that uh, that turned it around for him. Did you, did you ever get in that frame of well, mind? When or? I watch his show, sometimes <laughs> I get those moments. No, I'm only kidding. He's very good, and he's in. Uh, no, I I don't. No, I never really yeah. got a suicide moment. You yeah, know, yeah. Because you know what I think when it comes to that. I mean, I'm not a. If if you get to that point in life, it can only get better. Yeah, it can't yeah. get worse. Right. If you, if you're at that point, it can't get worse. So you're figuring, hey, let me give it another day or two. You know were, what I'm saying? Were you doing it at the same time as as doing stand up, or did stand up come? Well, I, only, after? I was only doing stand up for like three years. I was horrific. Uh -huh. Okay, I mean I'm horrible now, but I was horrific <laughs> then. And I, you know, I was yeah. Once yeah, we would freebase and go like one. To, here's a quick story. Uh, I was I was working with another comic and I I smoked crack and he was a heroin addict and we and this is true we pick up a comic at the Improv in New York and we go to do a show right. in Jersey so we have this comic he's from Arizona little kid very timid he's from Arizona we, you know, so after the show he, you know we're supposed to drive him back and uh, we go we got to make a couple stops first. So I go up to Spanish Harlem and I'm I'm buying crack. I mean, people are chasing people with knives. And right. This kid is out of his mind scared. I mean, yeah. if you were from New York, you'd be scared. He was <laughs> from, he's from Arizona. Yeah. He's a little prop comic. He has props. Oh little man. Little white guy. So he's like, take me and drop me off. We go. Hold on. We got one more stop. <laughs> so I t we go down to the Lower East Side and Frankie gets heroin. Oh. Now the kid is really and now I'm driving and Frankie's in the back shooting heroin oh, and geez. the kid. Is out of his mind, Has to be. and it was David Spade. <laughs> no! Yeah, that's yeah. right. He's from, uh, he's from uh, Scottsdale, yeah. right? It was oh David Spade. Oh he, he was new as a comic. I mean, I was doing it for two, three years. He was probably doing it a year. He came up here to work, wow. and he ended up with us too. Wow. 
the two worst <laughs> druggies you can imagine. Have, have, you, you, have uh, you crossed paths with him since? Uh, did uh, you ever see him I again or meet him? Or? I saw him one time, I think, in Aspen. He kind of, he remembered a couple of jokes I did from when we worked together, so he had to remember that when we kept him hostage. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I'm driving a car, hitting yeah. a crack pipe. He's shooting heroin in the back. Yeah, the odds are he remembered that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, and and uh, he, he's done well since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for him. What uh, what are your, What's your take on DJ AM and what he went through and, and him just getting back into crack and then a week later or however long, uh, you know, dying? Uh, well, one, uh, I'm old, so I barely even knew who he was. If you <laughs> ask me about Greg Allman, maybe I could tell you something <laughs> about that. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. How about Freddie Mercury? Oh, well, <laughs> wear protection. Uh, he was, like, what I know is he was prescribed medication. And, you know, if you're in recovery, obviously, sometimes you have to take medication. But if if you're prescribed one pill and you're melting down four and shooting them, maybe it's a little too much. Right, yeah. You know? And some people, I guess, can't handle the prescription, and it leads to another thing. And the bottom line is... If he was clean at one time and he got high, he wanted to get high more than he wanted to stay clean. That's all. And if you want to do, if, if there's points in life you want to get high more than you want to stay clean, you'll get through it if you don't pick up. That's all. Yeah. An urge only lasts 30 seconds or a minute or make a phone call. You know, this is real good comedy. We can't wait to come <laughs> see know, him tonight. Really? Who's it? Dr. Phil? <laughs> Dr. Drool? We went to CJAM. Well, he, he, he just asked me the question. What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? Ha ha and him? I don't know. Just don't. You're, a big, you're a big downer. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I'm a big downer. He set me up for the question. Uh, all right? It's hard. You got yeah. all these Hot girls in here. Yeah, yeah. The Santa broken toy. But boys. seriously, I'd like to ask you about about uh, about Dachau and the concentration. Yeah, I know, really. <laughs> hey, do you have any sick relatives? Well, actually, my mom is is really sick, and she's going to pass away soon. And after she passes away, the next day, I'm going to go to Six Flags because when someone dies, you can do whatever you want and just say that's what they would have wanted. Yeah. Right? No one knows. That's right? True, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom loves Six Flags, and she was a big roller coaster fan. Mom would have wanted me to carry <laughs> on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's they, right. Don't uh, make a big fuss. Athletes do it. There was a football player. His dad's funeral. He goes, I'm going to play today. That's what dad would have wanted. He had like the best game of his. He threw, Brett like, Favre. Yeah. Brett he threw Favre, yeah. like 600 yards. People were going, get him. No, we can't tackle him. His dad just died. <laughs> that's right? That's true. And, yeah. but so he played that day and, and no one cared. Well, it's Brett Favre. He's probably making a million a game. And that's yeah. what dad would have wanted. How, the kid from Baskin Robbins can't say that. I'm going to work today. Dad loved how I made bananas splits you know <laughs> he was so proud of how i put the whipped cream on the rocky road with sprinkles sure. is that a little better than some depressing recovery story <laughs> stupid uh thanks for bringing me down and the whole crowd down hey when you went into rehab what was it like the first day yeah. oh. hey, do, you, do you do anything um you don't smoke anymore cigarettes you you uh you stopped that a yeah, while I quit, ago yeah i quit smoking three years just nicorette gum you still chew that though uh, right really? i'm telling you this, if you're not addicted to anything, you got to try this stuff. <laughs> it's unbelievable how good it is. I might start smoking again to get off this gum. Yeah. <laughs> and the good thing is because I used to, like, you you could put this in your upper, like, tobacco. You put it up in your upper lip in here. Yeah. And, and the nicotine just sucks into you. Or you it, and you could fall asleep with it. 
and you don't have to wake up and relocate because you burned the house down. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. It's unbelievable how good this stuff is. Well, the is. gum's gotten better. Remember, like, 10 years ago? It's or supposedly tasted like the tobacco. Market? No, yeah. no, listen, uh, I can't add or subtract. I just said I quit smoking three years ago, so why would I remember the gum 10 years ago <laughs> oh. when I was smoking? Think about that. <laughs> but you never tried okay, it? Okay, listen to me. Be an investigated reporter. Okay, be a profiler. Let's see. He quit smoking. No, uh, that went nowhere. Yeah. I'm sorry. Everybody thinks I'm mean in here. Because we're all young kids. Go on YouTube and look at Dane Cook. Uh, okay, I'm old school comedy. Uh, this stuff is so good. It's it's ridiculous. Do you know Do you know of anybody? Because some dudes will chew that. Uh, there was a story about a guy who was chewing the gum, had the patch on, and went oh. to sleep. And had like a, a heart attack because there was such a a, a, a a bump up in his system. Do you actually get a buzz off the gum when you chew it? I can't tell you how high I am right now <laughs> from just holding this in my hand. Wow. Uh, I don't know. It's just I get. No, I don't know if I get a rush because I do it nonstop all right. day. The only reason I'm not doing it now is because I... I slobber enough yeah and I, the last thing i want to do is shoot a piece of gum out of my mouth and hit one of you in the head with it right. as i'm talking It'd but it's so good it just and the good thing is i haven't smoked in over three years that's cool you know i don't gamble i don't i have Did you do nothing. anything athletic i see here's you play golf do you, you actually are you are you proficient at it i uh if i knew what that meant i probably <laughs> am uh if, if you have any callers that can get what's that course down here pine valley yeah, uh, yeah. i'm sure you guys have a caller or two that can get ridge Foss on pine valley maybe uh yeah i play all the time i yeah. play a, I, this year i've played beth page pinehurst Doral, nice. it's great i just i go on the road you know uh every now and then i'll call home to the wife and kid uh, you know and I, I what else am i gonna do in the day but play golf i've, I've told we've had a number of uh, comedians that have come through here and they're just like you know they have nothing to do all day long and i'm like dude take up the game it eats up an entire day and then you go to work later on it's awesome it's great uh, i play some of the nicest look if anyone of you have you ever been in a porsche <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to the lovely ladies here How old on the are you? 22. You ever touch a crisp $20 bill? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you do? I'm a manager of five guys. A manager oh, of five whoa. guys? Yeah. Whoa. Great burgers, burgers. Well, let me be the six. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh God, do I know how to really... But, out. Hey, how, but, hey, how old is your... You have a daughter, right? I have three. You have three daughters? 19, oh. 17, and two. 19, 17, 19-year-old is my favorite. The 19-year-old could be on our hottie cam. <laughs> Who, my 19-year-old? Yeah. You uh, have a favorite? Yeah, my 19-year-old. The 17-year-old, <laughs> I like her, and I tell her, look, I like you, but I really like Jessica. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'll hang out with a 17-year-old on, on the weekday, not on the weekend. That's when I hang out with my older daughter, you my favorite. You don't have a problem letting him know who's the favorite in the family? Oh, no, because like, I don't buy her clothes i let uh my older daughter give the middle one some of her old the stuff, you know? yeah. yeah like they're for my first wife though and i was divorced <laughs> when they were four and two okay and ellen you know the younger one took it tough because i told her it was her fault you know <laughs> everything well, why was would she fine. Take that tough? what's that why would she take that because well, so i told her everything was fine it was just me your mom and jessica and you came along and ruined everything you know what i mean <laughs> and we tried to get her to move but she was only two Damn. so i left but we all pointed at her as i was leaving <laughs> we just pointed and said thanks family ruiner uh so my 19-year-old, give me one. Are you upset about it? Do you have kids? Uh, I do. I have How three. Many? 
Three, and yep. you don't, you can't really say this on the radio, but deep down, you know one's your favorite. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, everybody. I love I mean, them. You love them all equally, but one yeah. of them's just like, Yeah, one's you know. your favorite. I mean, listen, if I was Sophie, Ellen's going. She's done. <laughs> I'm going with You're Jess. staying there on the train platform? <laughs> what, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. No, I mean, the, I mean, at least she's in second place. Ellen, hey. the baby's in third. You know, yeah. she came, it, actually, it's. Uh, Jessica Ellen, my plants and the baby. Wow, uh, <laughs> the plants beat out the baby. The yeah. baby's a doll. Wow. She is a really cutie. Is, is, really... is it, it wow when you're when you're out? Uh, I mean, do, do you ever you don't ever bring them with you when you're out on tour? Do you? Well, we had the baby just because I'm working with my wife uh, Bonnie, uh, and who's a headliner. Actually, this is the last time we're going to work together. You know, so we have the baby with us. Uh, and I was hoping maybe you could babysit <laughs> this afternoon. Any of the uh, ladies? Me. Yeah. No, I, I something about the one with the red hat. She looks like uh, she has good credit and could take a punch. Uh, so what I'm saying is, we have the baby now. Like when I'm on stage, when she's on stage, I'll watch the baby and vice. Okay. And last night I'm on stage, and guess who comes walking out? The baby in her pajamas, because Bonnie wanted me to get off stage. And so she, she says, says the baby, baby out. Out. You're kidding me. I go to the baby, and the baby, she, we go, walk like an old lady, and she'll go like this across the floor. <laughs> oh. And she goes, excuse me, sir. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's great. It's so funny. That's cool. A little prop act. We're going to teach her how to host and go on the road, all three of us. I what? cannot believe that you had a baby after 15 years of not having babies. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's got to be rough. Man. Isn't it weird how we can't believe the same thing <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable like because i'm not i'm not the youngest you know i'm like 30 years old so you know, it's it, it's so tough because i'm done with it all yeah. you know what i mean like i raise my kids and i fight with my wife all the time well you know look financially i'm there and i love showing it like i'll walk into a place holding the baby and showing yeah. her and stuff like that but between the money and showing her off I'm playing golf in between that. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, you don't spend a lot of time. Well, when she's two and three, then we'll get, well, you know, three and four, when she could, you know. Understand. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but I'm kind of beaten down. I got a 19, <laughs> 17 year old that one's in college, one's going to college, you know, and it's just, uh, that's why I, listen, it's, I, it's a no it's a no win situation I, I beat myself up early I got three kids now and they're all under four years old I wanted to get it all out of the way right away and then that way I don't have to do this whole oh we're out of diapers and then we're back in diapers and you know yeah. and believe me we have some very funny moments in my house very funny moments that I, I was telling Kathy a story about something that happened to me on Sunday I can't even share it on the air but it's like you, you, you cannot believe you're doing things like you can't share the story. No, you no, stuff, you like, can't tell I can't, it. no, but some of the stuff that comes out of your mouth, is that what you mean? Is it or? Stuff that comes out of your mouth. Things that you find yourself doing. When you find yourself cleaning stinkies out of somebody's fingernails, you know, like, you know, like, uh, that's, you when like you gotta cannot, get, that's when you got to get a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> is that the time to trade up? Yeah. Did, did, when, you feed, when you were feeding the baby and you feed the baby, you go like this, you open your mouth like uh -huh, so the baby right. would go. That sticks with you throughout life. Believe you me. Uh -huh. When you go to like, if you play with your wife and go here, you'll go like this. I swear. Did that works? Huh? Ah, like that. Open wide. Come here, ladies. Let me show you. Oh God! Look how cute they are. They're all. 
There's another one right there. What yeah. are you dressed as? She's a devil. No, not that. No, really? Well, she's going to no, no. be Laura Croft later on. You brought the Laura Croft outfit, right? we got to get that on soon. And how about the guy with the hair? It's Boozy the Clown. Yeah, he's just a drunk clown that comes yeah. by here every yeah. now and then. Oh, you mean like he'll dress like this all the time? Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, times, yeah. yeah. Yep. Do you think this would cause controversy if you sent like a fourth grader or third grader to school dressed up in blackface? Do you think there would be like I, I, within an hour news vans outside? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Really? Did you what? see the show? There was a show in Australia uh, where they did a yeah. they they did a minstrel. It was like a gong show thing. And uh, who is it? Harry Connick, Harry Connick Jr. is one of the judges, and he's like. You can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, but over there, it didn't have the same impact. But it, right. it, it just, it was horrifying. Well, if you go to Europe and places like that, there's not really racism there like there is here. You know, I'm sure there is. Not as much. Sure, yeah, yeah. Not, no, not, it's people, maybe against. Uh, the Swedes? Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe uh, Middle Easterns or yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's not like a white and black thing over, in, at least not in Amsterdam right, or right. England or uh, stuff like that. Do you spend like a lot that. of time touring over there? No, I've done those places. Yeah, yeah. Not, never again. There's no reason. <laughs> England. <laughs> ugh. Why? Oh, really? Okay, you have a clock. Big deal. Uh, <laughs> we've seen it, all right? We're not, we're not impressed. Uh, you know, and I did Amsterdam, the whole Anne Frank house, which did is you? overrated, and they commercialize it because you go up to the fourth floor. Floor where she hid, yeah, and then you come down on a water slide. Oh, you know what I mean, you, know, you can't do it. You grab the little diary, you get to go twice. But just a guy in an SS uniform hitting your arm with a hammer. So the, uh, the little diary is like the gold ring. Yes, yeah, so yeah. like the gold ring. You pull the little diary. So you know all these things. The little gold ring that you would pull on. Remember the gold ring? Yeah, that's right. That, the the, carousel, know, the yeah. kid with one arm had no chance. Right, right. He's trying to get it with his teeth. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> that was a big deal. Wow. That just seems insulting to do that at the Anne Frank house. Yeah. Well, and Rich, so, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, You're nothing. Gonna, I, I, I was just, I was going to ask if, uh, if do, you, do you blog, do you uh, keep uh, records or anything online, a daily, uh, you know, the uh, journal entry or anything like that, the rantings of uh, Rich Voss? Oh, uh, no, that would be pretty good. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you mean just like write it out? Nah, you got to be able to spell to do that okay. kind of. Okay. <laughs> really, like, I'm, I don't have, no, no. But it's a good idea. Because it seems like you're a man who's thinking all the time and has these, you know, ideas. Yeah, but, I just but you can't... save it for the stage, I guess. Well, yeah, and I'm not really good when it comes to expressing it. Uh, Articulately? Yeah, yeah, writing it down. Like, I'm I, the same way. You know, what, you know, you know who's great? Doug Stanhope is like one of the yeah, best. Yeah. When He's got some of the best stuff when you read it, you know. Yeah. And I'm not the kind of guy that won't plug another guy. Uh, <laughs> that's how low my self-esteem is. Hey, uh, why read Rich Boss? Go to Doug's. But... Uh, <laughs> Do you, do you have a website, though? Oh, or? yeah, rich, uh, richvoss.com. Okay. I've got to update that. Uh, rich Voss, you know, all that Twitter stuff and all that. Facebook. Okay. You know, I do that kind of stuff, but I don't even really do that well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you, you just get your dates out there. I mean, you're, you're and you're, because I see yeah. you're you're up on this weekend, right? The, the, yeah. Point, I, yeah. Yeah, I put my dates going yeah. to Denver. Uh, my wife and I are working on a movie. We're making a documentary on com female comics. Really? We're in search of, you know, basically our female comics funny and my wife's... Uh, Trying to find out if fe I mean she's funny, that and we're just finding out if female comics are funny. Where that's the question that you're posing in the in the documentary. Yeah. 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 And who, who do you think is a funny besides your wife? A funny female comic. Besides my yeah. uh, funny female comic. Uh, it's wow, tough. you really put me on the spot there. Yeah. Sarah Silverman. She's all right. Yeah, Sarah's funny. Sarah's yeah. funny. She, we're gonna get her for the movie. Yeah, I like her. She's funny. Uh, there's just a handful, I mean, as opposed to, well, you know. Well, there's not as many either. Yeah. You know, I mean, years and years sure. ago, I used to think Paula Poundstone was great when when I was starting. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't really watched her now. 
Uh, she got a little loony, didn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, way loony. Alone. See, and, and I thought in late 80s, early 90s, Judy Gold was funny. But, yeah, um, she, we're interviewing her next week. Okay. And she okay. is funny. You know what? It's always, and, and you get this from people when you're interviewing them, they go, well, the lesbians are the funny ones. Or if you get, <laughs> I'm sure it's like Rosie, they'll go, Rosie's funny. And Rosie was funny back in the day. Yeah. You, 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 you think know? that possibly a, a woman who brings sort of a, a man's perspective up on stage is going to do better because i can't think of a really girly girl type yeah when you're more yeah well you know? i mean i thought rita rudner was a great joke writer right like i've never went i've never seen her live so i can't even imagine it's, but kind, of, it's kind of a snooze yeah but yeah, yeah. she is i mean if you listen to her jokes they're well written. they're well written yeah right. i thought wendy liebman was funny i don't know if i could watch her for over 10 yeah. minutes wendy liebman is funny but her segues are the worst she's like yeah. Yeah, she'll do a joke and they go and um <laughs> but um <laughs> i know what you're talking and that was good uh, carol yeah. leifer carol leifer's good we interviewed her in la two weeks ago or three weeks ago okay. carol leifer Old any school. idea when this uh when this might come out you're looking for next year or something we're like that? we're hoping maybe uh, like next year we're, we're okay. we've already got 35 hours or 40 you know we're starting to pre-edit it we're still interviewing people well, next week in new york and let then, us know when you're when you're releasing yeah. it and, what, and what's your wife's name by the way bonnie mcfarland bonnie mcfarland so she's gonna be headlining tonight no uh, she's no not. both of us i mean i'm headlining I mean, not headlining she's gonna be the yeah, feature, feature. Yeah. yeah and then you're headlining yeah she okay. i mean she's got an hbo special comedy central she's done letterman twice leno i mean cool. this is this show is people are getting their money's worth yeah what absolutely no, well, no you question. can go to heliumcomedy.com for the ticket information. You got uh, tonight and tomorrow night, uh, two shows both nights, I assume? Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, and good luck, uh, you guys, in the uh, World Series. Good Dude, luck. Well, thanks, it. No, awesome. I really, because I don't, I'm, I'm not a fan of anybody, because yeah. I quit gambling, so there's no reason to lie. <laughs> What's the reason? Who cares? So, I, you know, if, yeah, I'll yeah, tell you the truth, and I'm not lying. I'm not just saying this because I'm here. If it's you and the Yankees, I really hope you guys win, because the Yankee fans are so arrogant. And I'm not saying that because I'm here. I swear. Right, yeah, no. If if I was in New York and it was a Mets in the Yankees, I would take the Mets. Yeah, yeah, That's right. what I'm saying because it's just Yankee. They think they're better than everybody. You know what I mean? I agree. Enough already with your stupid team. <laughs> <laughs> right. You'll get a lot of support here with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm not saying that because I swear. No, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm honest. No, I, I believe you, yeah. In fact, right. you, you talked about smoking crack. What's going what's yeah. on your back? Okay. All right, Rich All right. Ross, ladies and gentlemen, check it out here in Comedy Club this weekend. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I think you guys all got this email, and I had Nick uh, put this link up onto uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, this says, hey, guys, uh, my girlfriend and her friends bought tickets for the uh, Phil's game number five yeah, for the NLCS. Uh, when they got to the gate, they were told that their tickets were fake. Obviously, the guy who sold the tickets to them off of Craigslist used a fake name, fake number, and email. However, when the girls purchased the tickets, one girl acted as as if she was text messaging, when in fact she was really taking pictures of the guy who sold them the tickets. The girls made a Craigslist account, and they posted the guy's picture to hopefully warn other potential oh, wow. victims. That's great. Uh, the guy is bound to do it again, especially with the World Series. I'm attaching the link to the uh, account and picture the girls. The, wait, and picture that the girls created of the guy. If you guys could mention it on the radio or place the picture on your website uh, to help save people from falling victim to this guy, or maybe to help catch this dirt ball. Thanks. And that is from uh, listener Mike who checked in, and they got a real good picture of him. So we've got this link to the to the uh, uh, Craigslist uh, uh, link on PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, so you can get a look at this guy if you're going to be buying tickets. If you see him, obviously don't buy the tickets. 
and or uh, just buy them cautiously. Yeah, no, no, maybe not. <laughs> no, 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 not from this guy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, def- definitely not from this guy. So. No, and this, you know, this is going to kick into super high gear now. Sure, and this guy will do it to a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, take a look on unprecedentedsteve.com and uh, see if maybe uh, you recognize this guy or just to stay away from him or his Craigslist ad because it's a fake. You know, the problem is that the, 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 uh, the guys who are able to fake the, the tickets can do such a thorough job. Mm-hmm. They yeah. look so friggin' convincing. Yep. I, but I wonder, is there something at someone's disposal that would allow them to instantly determine whether or not they were valid tickets? Well, if you're um, buying it outside the stadium, go to, you know, that's what Marissa did. You go to where you give your tickets and have them check it. If it's real, give them the money and then you go inside. Well, this this was, this was via an ad. They yeah. met the guy. Oh. And, uh, but Steve, didn't, doesn't your iPhone app check barcodes? It does, Ooh. actually. Yeah. It work on tickets? I think it Ooh. might. Yeah. Let's there's a, there's a, it, it's, it's an iPhone app called Red Laser. And you you hold the you put it to the function you click on it and the camera comes up and you put the um, the, uh, the, the, bar the bar the barcode right in the area it identifies what it is it'll identify any product that has a barcode you know what kind of weirds me out about tickets these days is that you can print them from home so you can just have a printout from your printer and I don't know how they would be it's else. Distinguished from fakes. Yeah, yeah. Not that elves have anything to do with it, but <laughs> well, I'm I'm curious if you took a photocopy of somebody's legitimate. Ticket, That's what I'm saying. It might register as legit. However, there's like 50 pair of the same pair of tickets, and when you go, whoever gets there first, whoever gets there first is going to be able to get in yeah. because that the system, the the computer will cancel out. You know uh, uh, that particular mm-hmm. barcode. You used to be able to uh, with with the actual hard ticket itself, um, be able to put a cigarette to it, and it would make a, a certain burn mark on it. Back in the day, I really? Don't know, yeah, what, yeah. B- before barcodes? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, like the, the actual ticket itself, like Ticketmaster or whoever. I, no, like the way they made the ticket. The way they saying, made the ticket, like, uh, if you put a cigarette to it, it, it would burn a certain if way. If it wasn't made so from you, that, if you set uh-huh. your ticket on fire, that's the best way. <laughs> no, you just put your cigarette. Oh, so you're so, you standing know? at the gate yeah. with a yeah, lit yeah, ticket. Yeah, ticket. Hey, it was legit. All right, do you have your your phone? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Try that because Marissa brought in. What'd she bring in? Tickets for what? Tickets, yeah. For what game? For the for one of the World Series games. But but they're not used yet, right? There's. Oh, they were already. Were they already used? Yeah, well, I guess it wouldn't uh, matter because Steve isn't hooked into the computer system at, uh, yeah, at Citizens Bank Park, so mm-hmm. it may read it. So I am. He was he was doing it with uh, with all kinds of products that were this around here the other day. Huh. <laughs> By the way, that jingling in the background is the girl in the belly dancer costume. <laughs> <laughs> who's on Who's on the hottie cam? I'm gonna do it. I got sit it. still. <laughs> All right, Steve. All right, it seems to be scanning. Yeah, uh, still for scan. That's that will work. If it does, that's key. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Let me try. Absolutely. It's a couple of different barcodes, but it would be a, that'd be a great way to go about it. Let me with a sucker over because. All right. Well, shadow. anyway, this guy you can find him up on uh, on the website while Steve is doing that. And uh, I, I checked on uh, on PrestonSteve.com last night, uh, Nick. I did the link over to the Henry Hill gets excited over the Phils win. Yeah. How many views? It's like seventy thousand now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yesterday, really? yesterday it was like you know uh, a couple thousand. Yeah. Uh, when we first mentioned it, now it's over 70,000. And they took the link to the Comcast Sportsnet one off. They did? It's not on YouTube anymore. I wanted to watch it again with what? Ricky Bo and you know what? Uh, Marissa grabbed and Michael Barkan and all those guys. Marissa has a secondary video because I think right. she posted up on the President Steve Gadzooks production page yeah. on uh, on YouTube. So we'll try and grab that and, and replace it. But the Henry Hill thing, I was talking to my dad on the phone last night and he hadn't seen it. Uh-huh. It's just, it's so well done. It's such a classic video. Yeah. 
Steve, anything? Uh, it's it's not scanning these tickets. Okay. All right. Well, then maybe that's not the way to go about it. All right. Well, anyway, take a look at the... It did uh, scan the Purell, though, accurately. Uh, take <laughs> a look at the, the, the picture of this guy and uh, do not buy yeah. tickets from him. Well, last night was a big night. It was the uh, the date that intern Julie went on with listener Keith. We did Whee! the win a date yep. with Julie. How about that? Yep. And uh, they... Well, we're going to find out how they did, but we got to thank uh, Dave's limo, our good friend Mike. He did the, the driving, right? Actually, no. Last night, um, it was the guys... The, the restaurant set the whole thing up, so they did the, the ride and... The food. They All did right. the whole thing? They did, That's yeah. awesome. Dave's Limo is fantastic. We love those awesome. guys, but last night we just used the restaurant. So thank you to, uh, is it Zocalo? Yeah. Uh, those guys are great, and they, they sent over an email uh, to Marissa and said, hey guys, just want to drop a line. Thank you for letting me host Julie and Keith's date last night. I trusted everything went well. The kids seemed to have a good time. Julie is smoking hot and extremely personal. Matt from the MM Army was a great escort. Let me know if you guys need me to do anything like this for you in the future. Uh, I always, uh, I'm always willing to provide any service that I can. Keep rocking and keep listening, Gadzooks, and that's from Gregory Russell, who is from uh, Zocalo. So that was really cool. Uh, so we welcome Julie to Julie. the studio. Intern Julie, how you doing, guys? I just want to say that I seriously. I love you guys. I found my match. I, I swear I found my match. I'm Get not out. even kidding. It worked no, out I'm well. I'm not even kidding. And, you, and I bet you there was a good part of you that said, ah, oh, this is, uh, you know, the evening will go nice. It'll be pleasant, but then I'll move on. You were really taken with this guy. Yeah, guys. Yeah. I remember Kathy, like, as I was leaving, yeah. I was like, oh, Marissa, Kathy. I was like, I'm really, I don't know. You were nervous. I was. I was nervous because I, I don't know. Like, I do blind dates. But this was just different. And the I was, difference is you don't have us picking your blind dates. No, exactly. And I was like, I need to do them like justice. <laughs> wow. Well, we actually have oh, some uh, some pieces of audio of uh, Julie oh, last no. night on the oh, date. No, no, no. We send a little record. Who handled the recording last I night? I did. You did? Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Well, do you want me to? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, do you want me to play some of these clips? Yes, let's hear. All right, this one, uh, this is just clip number one, and, and I think this is them talking about age. Uh, so here we go. Keith, how old are you? Eight. You're 28, and do you like girls that are 24? What do you think about them? Do you think they're like babies, they're slightly immature? Well, I think as a person, personally, I think 28-year-olds are immature. Agreed. What is he saying? He's saying that any age could be immature. Well, I don't he even just... remember talking about that. Yeah. At Julie all. had a lot to drink, too. Um, I don't know. That's a little premeditated. It is premeditated. We... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, I don't mind. All right, he doesn't mind. What is that even about? I don't know. <laughs> you asked the question. I don't even know. I don't even know what that was about. You should that be was... on 60 Minutes. Jesus. All right, here's her. It just says, talking about Keith. Here we go. All right. Do you agree that Keith is a sexy man? I suggest you do things to him right now. Well, no. Who are you talking That's to? Matt. That's okay. Matt. That's okay. Matt. Okay, gay intern Matt. I love yep. him. It will oh, certainly I validate your... Okay, yeah. From the MM Army. Here we go. Oh, I don't I do not do that. Oh. No, as funny as I'm being, the show knows that I am very, very shy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Keith and I are definitely going to be really good friends. If not, have some, some smoochies. <laughs> we might make out a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Wow. Marissa, I didn't even know I said this. <laughs> Hold on, let me continue. But maybe, I don't know, I'm sensing it because his teeth are really nice and he has really cute eyes and he is super cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh I am so glad we recorded this. Yeah. I don't remember recording that. I would not have recorded that if I knew that's what I was saying. He has nice teeth. And oh my God. Mochis. 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 He has a nice eyes. 
All right, and then uh, we have a third clip, and this oh, is no. at the this is at the end of the night. Uh -oh. If you think you don't remember anything, this will probably be it. Here we go. Sit somewhere with a rainbow. Do you remember doing that? No. <laughs> She's shaking her head. <laughs> She's really going for like yeah. a Christina Aguilera yes, thing here. Hold on, let me back that up. Hold on. Me. Yep. And that was just a little taste of what we have to offer as a couple. <laughs> what? Yes, like, we're gonna what? have an Aguila again, and that, if you guys don't understand what that means, that means we're gonna take another shot. So, on that note, here we go, guys. Hava Nagila And guys, that was Hava Nagila Hava. That was the owner. That was Greg. That was okay. Brian. That was myself. That was that was the whole team taking Hava Nagila Hava shots. I got wow. them up. They were dancing. Oh yeah, Greg like turned up the music at the restaurant. We were we did salsa. We were all salsa. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. So yeah. so it it. <laughs> Pretty good. It is. It is good. That was it's just funny. And I was yeah. intoxicated. Okay? Oh no, really? <laughs> <laughs> but Keith, I I really had a great time. If All you're right. listening, well, he's, he's not phone. only is he listening, he's on the phone line. Oh. Uh, Keith, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how you doing, man? I am doing okay. How are Hi, you? Keith. Hey, is is it safe to say that sh that you remember more than she does? Yeah, I think I do remember. Oh yeah, that. okay. Were no. you were you were you uh, were you tearing it up a little bit too, Keith? Yeah. I was ripping it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, you know, how how did this the night start off? I mean, uh, the the limo picked you up first, right, Julie? Yeah. No, no, they picked her up first, and they were late to yeah. get me. Okay. So I was there waiting. Okay. So. Oh, you little liar pants on fire. No. Uh-uh. All right. So they pick you up, and then you guys went straight to the restaurant. We, nope. we went straight to the restaurant. Yeah. I mean. We were supposed to be just I was supposed to get scooped up at seven thirty, but I don't know. Julie was like taking her time. And no, do you like, want to know the real story? Time. Excuse me, Keith. The <laughs> real story is we got there right on time, and I we're waiting, waiting like ten minutes go by, fifteen minutes go by. We're like, where is this guy? And then he text messages me, and I'm a little tipsy at this point. And he goes, I'm at Farley's. Wait, Wait a, a second, minute, the, you're the arriving date, and you're drunk. The date hadn't even started. I and just you were had some pregame shots. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to get Pre-game shots. shots. Not, not a mixed drink. Yeah. Not, not a beer. Pre-game shots. Keep tell them how it went. Like seriously, you love me, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a great time. Yeah, we got we got picked up and all was all was good. Went to the restaurant, phenomenal. Did a little dancing, hung out with your uh, MM Army guys, which were uh, real cool fellas. Yeah. <laughs> it was. What? It was. What? And Keith? broke the tape recorder a few times. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought I did. Well, it was really well and then I called Marissa, and we figured it out. So, would you say that uh, you know the uh, the the second date is 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 a definite possibility? Is that is that the way it's going to work? It seems that sure. way. What about you, Julie? Um. Well, no, I'm totally kidding. Yeah, of course. Keith, wait, you're wait, awesome. Wait. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that note sounded really good for my confidence. <laughs> she, she was kidding. I, I want to back up a minute here before we find out if you're going to go on a next date. How, oh, yeah. did, how did this whole thing wrap up? That's what we really need to find out here. Uh, there is some smoochy smoochy. 
my question though you, you wrap up with dinner you guys get in the limo yeah. you're, you're headed home i guess after that I, yeah. yeah was there was there a little kissing Smoochie. that went on in the in the limo before you guys got to the drop-off point that was a perfect gentleman oh all right okay, all right so did the uh, well she, wait she's shaking, shaking her head no. hold on julie say it Keith, we were oh. smoochying <laughs> yeah like i said i was a perfect gentleman yeah. <laughs> that's right you okay. no he was all right, was cool. was uh, Julie a good kisser? Uh, <laughs> you don't remember. Went well. Everything went well. It was a good time. It was okay. a good time. All so right. was Keith a good kisser? Was, was he? Was he? <laughs> Somebody screaming in the background. Was it? Was there any? Uh, was there any uh, touching, groping, anything like that? that no, ew. No, <laughs> no, ooh, gross. She said, yeah, "That's good for your great. confidence." Yeah, you've got a lot to look yeah. forward to. Yeah. yeah. Guy high right now. Yeah. No, Keith was amazing, and you're super, super hot. Well, she was. Yeah, she was <laughs> going really on. Good. She was going on about to uh, uh, off air here, Keith. So she, yeah, I think yeah. she definitely wants to to head out one more time. All right. Well, it sounds like we've made a, a legitimate love connection. Seriously, guys. Oh, I love you. All right. Well, our pleasure. Yeah. So, so have at her. All right, cool. Have that or let us know. Hold on. Well, no, we're not. It's on you this time, bud. But do you do you officially want to ask her out on another date right now? Like over? The, yeah, of course. Go ahead. How are you? <laughs> Here's your. I'll help you, just, just Julie. Would you go? Julie, you're my rainbow. Oh. Um, do, you, do you want to hang out sometime again? Yes. 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 Well, I love it. Hey, let's have a great day. Keith, uh, we're glad you had a good time, man. All right? Thanks a lot, fellas. All right, have a good weekend, bud. I love that. This could be one of our more successful dates that we had, I I would have to say. Now, was the restaurant pretty relaxed with his uh, being shirtless, or were they good? Oh, they were so accommodating. Uh, By the way, let me see. You can go to ZocaloPhilly.com, Z-O-C-A-L-O-P-H-I-L-L-Y.com for information about the the restaurant. And uh, they're on uh, Langstrav Avenue, 3600 Langstrav Avenue. Sounds like a great place. Yeah, Yeah, was the food good? Oh, you guys have no idea. It was amazing. Okay. Amazing. Awesome. Well, listen, and we've got we got more dates to give away uh, from our Totally Office calendar. Jess wants to go out on a date. Yes. And so does Cat, Cat with a C. Two of the most gorgeous ladies in our calendar are single, and they want us to set them up. So, guys, get yourself ready for that. We'll do that in the very near future. Julie, thanks for coming by, babe. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll have to do it again sometime. All right, that's our lovely intern, Julie. We're going to take a break. Yep. There she goes. Preston and Steve on 
93.3 WMMR. By the way, I just want to uh, I just want to mention something that uh, uh, quickly in passing uh, that the Yankees have not won that series yet. No, no. and nope. everybody seems to be d- yeah. Everybody seems to be talking that way. So I think um, that's what a lot of people want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, we've even had a couple people mention, ah, "I want the Yankees to lose." Well, they could lose against the Angels before they ever get here. So. It was um, five years ago that the Yankees had a three nothing series lead on the Red Sox, yeah. right? And for the first time in the history of any of the four major sports, blew a three nothing lead, yeah, including two games in Yankee Stadium. So it's could happen again. And they they were up. 6-4 going into, I think, the 7th, 6th or 7th yeah, last night. Seven, so and then they turned yeah. it around. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the Angels, yeah, they could come back and win this. Yeah, this is a, this is a, the Yankees series to lose. How, how are the Yankees at home? Uh, you know, the good. record? They're, know. they're the best team in the majors this year. They're, right. they're a really good team. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to win the next two games. Yeah, exactly. The Angels so. are a good team. They are. Yeah, they yeah. are. So we shall see. And uh, But we got time to kick back and wait for it. Uh-huh. Happen, which is pretty <laughs> sweet. All right, listen. Thank you, Baxter. <laughs> and Bartle do to you. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got to do the B file, so let's get to it now. And now, WMMR presents Kristen yes. and Steve's <laughs> What? Uh, it it sounded like you said get uh, get uh, boobies. Get boobies tit. now. Yeah. Get tit. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Get to it. Right. Understood. All right. Anyhow, we're brought stupid. You, brought to you by Coke Zero. Head to participating Wawa f- Wawa's for a refreshing Coke Zero fountain oh, yeah. beverage, and then look for details on the zero to win football ticket giveaway. For more information, go to wawa.com/slash/coke. Zero. In what police calling a bizarre case, a man has been arrested for allegedly kidnapping his brand new co-worker. The 41-year-old man was training a temporary worker. <laughs> Can I kidnap this? At commercial baking company HC Brill. Uh, he suggested that they take a break at about 4 p.m. on Monday, two hours after the, sh- uh, the start of the shift. And he drove the 21-year-old man to a nearby gas station. They both got sodas, but instead of heading back to work, the older man directed his car to the highway and just started driving north. <laughs> Jeez. Um, he's, By the way, part of this job uh, involves periodic kidnappings. And he, he started an increasingly strange conversation about problems in his life and with his family. And he refused to Jesus stop. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He refused to stop when the 21-year-old asked him and instead sped up uh, after about an this hour. Guy's crazy. He stopped the car to allow the younger man to go uh, to use the bathroom at a restaurant. Uh, the passenger ran inside crying and upset and told the staff that he had been kidnapped. Uh, the driver circled the restaurant and drove away before police arrived. What? Are you going to cry now? Now, they stopped him in Idaho for pumping a tank of gas and leaving without paying, but police decided not to hold him even after talking to investigative officers uh, and sheriff's deputies caught him as he passed back into Utah and they arrested him on suspicion of kidnapping and police don't don't know why yet he took the 21-year-old. But Seems to have some issues. Up. I guess so. A Minnesota man has pleaded guilty to driving his motorized Lazy Boy chair while drunk. <laughs> uh, the judge stayed 180 days of jail time and ordered two years. Uh, two years of probation for the man who had a blood alcohol level of .29. That's pretty lit up. Yeah. More than three I'm times a lazy boy. the legal limit when he crashed into a parked vehicle. Uh, he was not seriously injured. The chair was... <laughs> 
The chair was powered by a converted Briggs and Stratton lawnmower engine and had a stereo and cup holders. Now, the there's way. a picture of it up in the studio. It's actually pretty badass. It's pretty tripped out, isn't it? You gotta love that. Uh, in, J- in Japan, a man is claiming a hospital, misdiagnosed him with rectal cancer, and then unnecessarily gave him an artificial rectum. Oh! He said, hey, you're gonna laugh when you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> but we made a mistake. Uh, they gave him an artificial... There's no problem with you, Heine. Yeah, and uh, they, they gave him an artificial rectum. Uh, the man... And he killed him. <laughs> the man who lives in Japan... <laughs> <laughs> underwent uh, surgery in March to remove his so- supposed tumor. Yeah, we're going to remove your supposed tumor. But uh, was later told that no cancer cells were found. You, got to, you don't have AIDS cancer. The man whose name is being withheld for privacy reasons is suing the hospital uh, for $416,171, according to a report filed with the Miyazaki District Court. Is it the new anus working? Uh, and he will, they said we will take appropriate action after examining the case, according to a hospital official. You'd think that'd be the kind of thing you'd, you'd check before you went yeah. ahead with that procedure. Yeah, but he, they, he believed it, I guess. Uh, in England, a stunned shopper bought a chicken from Preston's Asda store. Really? Yes, only to find that its head was still attached. Uh, Helen Kirby was horrified to discover it. How do you miss a chicken head? Under the body. It was tucked under oh, the body of the bird. Yeah. That's, uh, she, the, that's the right thing. To she do. brought the whole chicken <laughs> from the Asda store and immediately froze it because the head was well wit- hidden under the chicken's body. It was only okay, when... Okay, there's, there's a chicken head right It was uh, when she put the bird in the oven to cook that she made the discovery and describes it uh, disgusting. Uh, bosses at Asda have apologized to Miss Kirby and confirmed and have given her $200 and a new vacuum cleaner in compensation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is that the default prize when you find a head on your chicken? Maybe so. <laughs> she said uh, it was disgusting, it was cooked, but I took it into the shop because they weren't answering the phones. And, and maybe gave, you'll get a new vacuum cleaner out of this. Uh, also in uh, London, council bosses have issued a ban on uh, drunken sexcapades at a local graveyard after complaints from mourners. Are people getting it on the graveyard? Yeah, yeah. apparently. Uh, grieving relatives were disgusted by revelers throwing parties, drinking beer, and enjoying sordid romps in the cemetery. It's absolutely unseemly. Irate, uh, let me see, irate mourners have flooded the council with complaints over disrespectful behavior. And now chiefs have uh, drawn up a list of rules, including no heavy petting, no bikinis, and no parties. And no cone hurling. Uh, warning people how to <laughs> behave. <laughs> Uh, the council ca- is an appropriate term, is it not? The uh, that ca- particular assault on what? Well, you know what I'm saying. The council's uh, cabinet member <laughs> trying to be reverential of the dead, and they're over there giving each other's dirty sandwiches. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> this is completely inappropriate. Uh, Said so there, there was. I caught one young couple midway through a Pittsburgh platter. <laughs> They said Disgusting. that they, uh, the, this councilman said uh, we have had men going around wearing nothing but shorts and women dressed in bikini tops, and I don't believe that people yes. that people who are mourning want to see any of that. So they're asking them to stop. And uh, let me see. Let's do another quick story. A newspaper, yes, is inviting applicants for a highly specialized job in editorial. A marijuana reviewer. 
Right. <laughs> Westward, which is a local newspaper in Denver, has placed an advertisement for a medical marijuana reviewer. The paper said that Denver is the wild, wild west of the medical marijuana business. Really? With new dispensaries in the city opening daily. Uh, it had been running reviews by a staff writer under the pseudonym May Coleman, named after a character in the 1936 movie Reefer Madness. However, the writer, quote, wanted to return to the day job. And according to the paper, the position was open up to the public. The job applications involved writing a short essay on what marijuana means to me. And the first response came within five minutes. The paper commenter said, fast work for a stoner. <laughs> And a few minutes later, the first inquiry from the media arrived, and they said, really fast work for a journalist. So they're, lo they're looking for somebody to uh, review the marijuana, the medical marijuana in Denver. This is very progressive. Yep, and there you go. That's what I got in the EB file for you. Yes, sir? Hey, I wanted to thank everybody that came out to the Boondock Saints 2 uh, screening last night, uh, yep. All Saints Day. Also, the, the, the cast and crew, Troy and Norm and Sean Patrick Flannery, they were all out there. And then the producer of the movie, this guy, they, they call him CB. His name's Chris Brinker. They were so, so nice. I hadn't seen the first movie, so I bought it yesterday, Steve, yes. and I watched it before I went to the, the screening last night. The second movie is everything, uh, you know, in the first movie and then some. It was, oh, cool. it was a blast, and people had a great time there last night. It was night. packed, right? It was absolutely packed, and then the, the cast, they stayed by afterwards. Uh, they did a little Q&A, and then they signed everybody's, you know, everybody that came afterwards. If they wanted an autograph or, take, uh, you know, have a picture taken, they did that. And then they told them where they were going to hang out last night. Uh, they were like, hey, we're going to this bar, uh, you know, by Drexel. You know, here's the address. If you want to come and hang out with us there, you know, let's do that. Oh, but that's the, cool. But the movie was, they, were, they were great guys. Yeah, really, really cool. Excellent, man. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Oh, I love trash. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Why? Yeah. Okay. All right. Normally, there's a sponsor here, but... Oh. We'll move. Oh, is it CarVision.com? <laughs> I'm sure it is. You can yeah. go to CarVision.com, and uh, they have amazing cars <laughs> at amazing prices, and get used cars at prices better than anybody's. Compare at CarVision.com. Steve, what's going on? Well, Ashley Simpson Wentz has been cut from the cast of the CW <laughs> drama Melrose Place. Yes. Wentz says she's not upset that acting didn't work out for her because she'll always have her pretend music. Oh. Yes. What? Uh, the popular video site Hulu announcing it will be switching to a pay service next year. Hulu creators say the upgrade will make Hulu unlike anything you've ever seen. That is, unless you have never seen iTunes. Oh. And finally, rapper Lil Wayne pled guilty to second-degree weapons possession charges on Thursday in a New York City courtroom, which would land him in uh, jail for a year. Fortunately for Wayne, that jail time should go quickly, as he'll be able to spend time reading his neck. Yeah. So, uh, oh, my God. Hollywood trash. All right, thank you, Steve. All right, let's go to the phones, get that answer to the lesson question, which is, uh, what does Soupy Sales want to do to your mom's diaphragm? 215-263-WMMR. Justin, our first caller through. Justin, how you doing? Good, guys. You guys rock. Thank Ohio. you. Justin, what's the answer, sir? He wants to smell it. There you go. <laughs> all right, my friend. Justin, we're going to give you Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. All right, man? Sweet. Hang on just a second. Don't forget that you can own the number one movie of the year on DVD and Blu-ray. It is available now. Uh, our next guest is going to be appearing at the Keswick Theater tonight, and uh, I'll tell you how to get tickets and all of this. Uh, and you can uh, see him in his uh, show called All the Comedy Without the Mess. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, there's usually a huge mess. Please welcome the one and only Gallagher. Yeah. Studios. Thank you. This morning. 
Good morning, Gallagher. Good How morning. Are, how are you? Well, I couldn't get on one south. That took a while. Today. I couldn't get on Route One this morning. Huh? I, could, I was on Route One north, but I couldn't get on south. You have to live here a while to understand this town. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be a little convoluted. Where are you from, by the way? Where, where were you? Well, I live in Los Angeles, but they don't put walls down the middle of the road. You yeah. can just make illegal U-turns, and I yeah. wanted to do that. It's pretty much impossible here, and it's worse in Jersey too. So. But it feels like a park. You know, the the trees are beautiful. It's all kind of uh, pastoral, but you can't do things yeah, yeah they yeah. force you to go into a, a direction i didn't want to go. go over the bridge again i was at a <laughs> record store last night in a tiny town over in new jersey and uh so i went over that bridge and i knew i didn't want to go back over that bridge and uh, also the turnpike was right there also i got my room on orbits for 55 bucks <laughs> what a deal yeah because <laughs> you know the rooms can be pretty expensive in this town yeah so true. i got my uh, car too i got my car for 40 dollars for two days that's 19 dollars a day what a deal <laughs> wow i love the internet <laughs> Are you are you uh, are you kind of frugal? Are you a deal? You search those deals out. Well, it just seems dumb to blow the money when uh, the next person in line comes up with some deal they got on the internet, and you just paid one hundred and twenty, and they paid twenty. I always feel like such an idiot because I didn't get on the internet and get those great deals. You don't know. Do you, now, assume, we assume like a, a manager would handle a lot of this stuff for you. Are you more hands? I'm on, on my way down. You know, I'm not famous anymore. <laughs> I was sitting in the lobby. The guy said, "Are you here by yourself?" Like I was supposed to bring this entourage and take up all the chairs. No, it's just me and my uh, and my hammer, and I don't even need my hammer for this show, you at, know. At the height of uh, your uh, fame and... Uh, 1980, 81. 81, and you, tra you had incredible props. I remember the one show where you were on a gigantic sofa. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I had a truck, you know, yeah, and I yeah. had my own sound system because sound is everything to a comedian. Sure. I mean, you talk a long time and you want the sound right. So I brought my sound system. As long as you have a truck with sound, you might as well bring props. You might as well bring T-shirts. You have to have somebody to drive the truck and blah, blah, blah. So I had a big deal. Now I don't. Well, okay. you know what? No, actually, <laughs> and it may have been a, a cable special or an offshoot where they were you weren't live in an audience. They were filming you, though, but you had a... Uh, it was like a dirigible with a with a bicycle attached. I to was it. out was, of my mind. Dude, I was, could have been. You killed. could have died from that. I could have. Yeah. When I think about all the things I did to almost kill myself, I'm amazed I'm still here. You know what though? You always impress me as a kind of guy who, especially even on, on the the special with the sofa, which was obviously a large trampoline, but. Uh, very athletic. You seem to be very adept at that. Did you play any sports? When I you just were don't see why people aren't coordinated. Yeah. It's amazing to me. You see, I let the kids come on stage and smash with me. Of course, we're not doing it at the Keswick, but I normally allow the kids to come up because who wants to just watch me have fun? Right. Yeah. It's interactive, so I bring the kids up. They can't even handle a hammer. I don't know why. <laughs> the, you know, it's an axe handle. You can tell they have it backwards. They've never even chopped wood. Right. Right. I mean, how can we be the number one society on the face of the earth when we don't even chop? wood. <laughs> People are uncoordinated. I don't get it. My dad did own a skating rink, so I did know how to skate. But okay. I think that, you know, everybody should have coordination now, of some sort. Uh, the and, and a trampoline center. My dad had a trampoline center at you, the time. So, are you kidding? Really? He had no, I could go outside. We we had 15 trampolines, five in a row, three across. So uh, me and my two brothers, we could race down five trampolines and then race back again. That was a lot of fun. That's cool. That's cool. Wow. Uh, the Keswick show is going to be a, a different uh, show, a pared down version of what you normally do, right? Well, you know, I do three and a half hours. So to cut out the smashing is kind of a good idea. Yeah, because yeah. I just talk and talk and talk. 
You are, know, you, are you three and a half hours? Out. I think Sledgematic was probably the worst thing that ever happened to me, as well as the best thing, because they missed the fact that I'm a comedian. Right. I mean, I'm a comedian. And then I smash. A show <laughs> should have dynamics. It should have an ending. Sure. I think Jay Leno's show probably ends the same way it starts. You see, things have to have dynamics. Stephen Wright, it's kind of funny at the beginning that he's in a bad mood, but I mean, a bad mood for an hour right. is kind of boring. Right. Your show should have dynamics. I'm a showman is what I am, and you need something like that to close the show what do you close with so so that was uh, kind of the equivalent to the you know fat guy falls down i mean it's just uh you know easy to go to but after a while it's like you well know. you know i'm not really responsible for what i do the audience makes you who you are if right. you p pay attention and keep what they like and they like the smashing i used to have a cute little routine in fact it started right here in philadelphia mike douglas was the first show to ever have me on tv i it remember was actually, you on mike douglas yeah well it was my third check i had only gotten two other checks in show business before because i met of all things uh lisa kashi's uh, husband uh, was at my dad's uh, boat where uh, down in st petersburg right. i was at guy lombardo's resort when Jeez. i first wanted to be and soupy sales was the opening act there you go. Lisa wow. Kashi. so he's been around all this time it's funny you mentioned him this morning and um and he said i can get you on the mike douglas show and he did and i had no experience it was, it was my third show i I think I remember that. You know that, that uh, I wore jeans. Nobody was wearing jeans on TV at that time. And you had the uh, the little beret. I had a wig on. I had a wig. Really? I couldn't believe. Yeah, because I had lost my hair. I was twenty five, and I didn't think that I should be twenty five and look like I look now. Right. You know, I haven't lost any more hair in forty years. <laughs> <laughs> I was just as bald then. I don't know how these hairs on top continue to live where thousands have died. I don't get it. Over forty years, and these hairs still. You don't go across the desert and find a perfectly healthy apple tree but on top of my head there are hairs that are still getting food from i don't know where i know it is kind of weird that uh, that it progressed like that but that's your look that's the style that uh that's your look too yeah. don't look at me I i'm know. a mirror what the but that's what everyone's You're familiar not the lone with. ranger <laughs> is it uh, is it tough to continue to find uh, material after you know this amount of time in the are business? you kidding we have a half white half black president who says he's black and he's just as white as he is black he's a latte <laughs> <laughs> if he was black he'd act like other black guys he'd have a white wife but he doesn't oh. <laughs> what freedom of speech this is why i'm gallagher you're all sissies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in Boston and I said, and we'll get us to get a groan too. Why doesn't Ted Kennedy mind having brain cancer? Because he wants to have a hole in his head like his brothers. Oh. I'm just. You prepared us for the groan. So, yeah. I did prepare yeah. you, but this is my job to push the limit. It's hard to be in a modern society where everything has been said and everything has been seen and still be cutting edge. Come on. I'm That's with true. it. I'm with it. So who comes out to a Gallagher show? People nostalgic for, for the days of yore or people Well, I can tell you what I had last night at my wonderful turnout at the record store up <laughs> in uh, uh, Bordenstown. Bordentown? Bordentown. Yeah, yeah, I told him. It was built by people who were bored in town <laughs> um 
just um, uh, icky little kids <laughs> who <laughs> save stuff. Really? <laughs> you know, I guess the kind of kids who um, have a comic book collection. I guess it's because of the record store with a million old records. And they brought in their old uh, albums that I made in 1979 for me to autograph. But usually it's grandma, a 55 to 60-year-old woman who okay. brings her family. And the young people don't know who I am, but they'd like to get on stage and smash something with a hammer. And that's how it goes. Uh, do I mean, you had a... You used to dominate in cable. I'd see your specials on constantly. And why didn't anybody get the clue that that's the way to make a one-man show? Why are they still standing around talking like a newsman right. instead of having visuals? It's television. Right. Instead, they stand there with a stool and a bottle of water. Since when do you need to liquidate, what is it called? Hydrate. Hydrate in the middle of a show. George Burns was 100 years old, sucked a cigar for an hour, didn't need a drink of water right what's right. the deal on this i don't understand <laughs> if, you ever if it's see Robin in Williams. the picture it matters right and it's become now a tradition that every comedian needs a bottle of water and then the level of the water changes sometimes there's two bottles now it's turned into their little table and they can have a cup of tea or they can have some pop i mean it's just <laughs> have you ever seen robin williams set up he's got like 30 bottles of water yeah. on stage because he sweats like a pig yeah, 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 i'm yeah. telling you <laughs> and he's and it smells too and he's got all that body hair i don't get it now you you <laughs> You've been openly, uh, you know, you critical of of, of some of your um, uh, peers. Well, I'm in just comedy. an expert on comedy, and yeah. if they're no good, and people ask me about it, I'm going to tell them. Who, I mean, you, you were talking. I was reading a, a lot about uh, what you what you said in the past. You 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 made it on Carson. You said Carson didn't like you comedically, but appreciated the fact that the audience liked you, and yeah. he he would have you booked. No, he would let me on when he wasn't there. Is that the case? Say, George, uh, let me see, uh, Macaulay. Jim Macaulay was the talent coordinator, and um, he'd call me whenever there was a guest host, and I could be on then. Although, you know, Carson was a magician. I don't get why he didn't like props. I right, mean, right, all right. a magician is his props. Right, now, now, but and Leno has never... Leno never, never had me on, right, and I've been. known him since the beginning. He used to be a writer for J.J. Walker. I mean, you know, it's wow. not right, like yeah, it's true. he's always been famous and and uh, letterman used to live in a little bitty motel across the street from the comedy store and sit there all day with george miller watch and leave it to beaver you know and i'd say to him you're not working on your act and and dave would say i don't need an act i'm gonna have a talk show all Which, the way back then. All the way. He yeah. knew. I don't know how he knew that he, he'd have that, but uh, eventually. He had a talk show out there in L.A., and it didn't work. Who do you think is the most underrated comedian, and who do you think is the most overrated comedian? Well, you know, I don't know a lot of the new ones now because I travel, but I do see from their, your frame of reference from their specials. Well, they're all goofy. They wear black in front of a dark curtain, and so then <laughs> their face and hands are floating. Even uh, one of my uh, the guy I really like is Kevin James. Kevin James, yeah, he does a wonderful job with his body. I don't know why he hides it and all that fat, but. <laughs> <laughs> He he does excellent stand-up yeah. uh, comedy, and once again, he wore a dark out. And then there's some kind of an art director credit for the show, oh, really? and they didn't even look to notice that the body is blending in with the back. I can't handle people if they're going to be this stupid. <laughs> this well, is maybe, why I haven't maybe, retired. Well, maybe he's trying to hide the fat with that. Uh... Uh, but still, he moved. remember when he was out in the water and he was pretending to be, yep, yeah, and yeah. then the seaweed touched his feet and he screamed like a little girl. He's very funny. Then he was a lady looking at a car. Hard. He yeah. just does wonderful stand -up. He is good. Yeah. I he is actually, great. Yeah. And I don't know why he didn't pay attention to the picture. <laughs> the picture. Who do, well, who do you think is overrated? Um, that little guy with an easel. 
that all the girls love just because he's sweet. And he says, these are my jokes. Oh, Dimitri, oh, Dimitri Martin. Martin. Oh, oh Dimitri come Martin. on. <laughs> or that, uh, the other guy, Sugar Britches, the one I can never figure out why he uh, is famous. Uh, I guess he was on uh, cable. Or, I mean, he was on the Internet. Dane uh, Cook. Dane Cook. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, you got it without <laughs> knowing anything. It's all about his pants, I think. <laughs> yeah. Sugar britches. That's well, you know what I mean. The girls just want to see him turn around. You know? Now you so, got your, go ahead, President. If if you're not, uh, you know, you talk about being visual and so forth on stage, and uh, this time around at the at the Keswick, you're not going to be doing the the sledgematic and doing all the mess. What what other kind of visuals will you? Well, be I'll using? use people. I'll get people out of the audience, and if you say one or two things, I can make fun of you. People are inconsistent and illogical. And uh, just just about any person that I get on stage, I can make look like an idiot <laughs> because everyone is. Right. And I can't figure it out. I mean, we're the leading uh, society on the face of the earth and we're a bunch of nuts. What well, What do you do that you consider illogical? What What has Gallagher oh, done? Oh, pick on me? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying, what have you done? Well, I, I used an, ex an excellent intelligence for comedy. I'm the smartest guy that was ever stupid enough to want to be a comedian. I should have solved cancer. I should have been a nuclear <laughs> physicist. I, what in the heck was I doing in comedy? But I guess I was one in another life because I met Jim Stafford early in my the singer songwriter. Yeah, I was at a comedy show and I watched the and I watched him and I thought I can fix his act. And so I went up to him after the show and I said, "I think I could write for you." And he says, "Well, you know, are you a writer?" And I said, "No, I'm a scientist. I work for Allied Chemical." And he said, "Well, why could you even help me?" So then I told him a couple of jokes that I thought of during his show. We went back to his room, smoked some dope, and I stayed with him for 5 years. Right. All the way through his summer show at uh, ABC and then I said, well, you know what, this is pretty easy, I'll try it myself. So I went down to the talk shows and I just pretended I was famous. I did three or four talk shows and Kenny Rogers' manager came up to me and says, you want to open for Kenny? This was my fourth job. I mean, yeah. I really hadn't worked since the Mike Douglas show. I'd worked five years with Jim. I still had Sled Dramatic. And um, so I opened for Kenny, 5000 a night, 100 nights. It was a half a million dollar deal. Wow. Now, how do you, how do you act famous? You said you were you just uh... well instead of going around to all the comedy clubs and everything, I just went on the talk shows. And yeah. so, if they see you on TV, they think you're famous. But I was really living off of the talk show money and a little which is scale. Right, I was two hundred and fifty bucks. My rent was one hundred and twenty-five. Actually, sometimes when I went on unemployment, I made more money than I did as a comedian. <laughs> Once I, if I got a job, I actually lost money back then. Who are the, some of the people? Because I used to love the Mike Douglas show. Who were some of the people that would that were on with you when you were on that show? I remember uh, Patricia Neal was on the first time I was on, yeah, and Chris, she yeah. had just had a stroke. Yeah, and uh, I was only on twice. One time, uh, while I was Jim Stafford's roadie, the Mike Douglas show called me. And Jim hadn't been on TV at all. And yeah. his roadie was going to be on twice. <laughs> it really irritated him. I loved irritating him. <laughs> was, was he an okay guy or was he a pain in the ass? Uh, well, he's a pain in the ass, yeah. isn't he? Uh, he's got a theater right now in Branson. And he's making a lot of money as an as an has-been, I is, guess. Is Branson where everyone sort of goes to die? Is it sort of the... Yes, it's the elephant burial, burial ground. The show yeah. business. Yeah.
So, so, so you take your show and you, you, it's everything. You're self-contained. About one out of three shows I do without smashing. Anyway, as yeah. I told you, I'm a skilled monologist. Right. I don't know why people don't notice that. I mean, I have 14 one-hour shows. You can buy them in a box for twenty-two dollars. I'm really glad my life has stayed above twenty dollars <laughs> because they bid on it. You know, on eBay, I could be nineteen ninety-five at any I know. moment. That'd it's be really depressing. bothering me. But fourteen one-hour shows is not all about smashing. It's well, about my comments on the passing American scene. Well, I, I, I know. I've seen you stand up many times, even with the, the props. Here we go into Halloween. No one's ever examined this. Here you are letting kids go door to door late at night asking strangers <laughs> for something to put in their mouth. Can you think of a dumber idea? And if your kids don't come back, can you tell the cops what they look like? No, they're in a costume. <laughs> and every costume is the same year to year. First, it's the uh, Power Rangers, and it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then it's them little yellow pillars from Japan. These kids learn <laughs> to be adults and not think. Right. They just do what everybody... It's communism, and that's why I continue to perform, because an American <laughs> thinks for themselves. They don't wear jeans that have been ripped and, and bleached just because everybody else is. You don't buy a truck if you don't need a truck, and you're stuck with a truck when gas goes up. This is common. I've got to continue you perform there you go and you you, know you say you average about three and a half hours with the smashing i can okay. do two and a half okay. if we don't smash all right hey i have an observation about halloween you might weigh in on this and i and i've always wondered how uh cultures that don't celebrate uh halloween might perceive uh seeing us in america walking around having uh corpses sitting on your front stoop and skeletons and dead bodies and people walking around with open wounds and gashes and think, what in the hell are those people doing? Or why do these horrid movies come out for Thanksgiving? The Thanksgiving weekend, <laughs> it's going to be about ghouls or this uh, a guy who turns into a tiger or what is he? Oh, what a a werewolf. For for Thanksgiving, it, what, I don't what is get this? this. What, what, what? <laughs> no, they always do Thanksgiving releases. Yeah, yeah Thanksgiving yeah. releases. Some kind is a vampire movie. The yeah. the new moon. Isn't yeah. that the yeah. one about that's that? That's true. Yeah, Twi yeah, yeah Twilight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Del Toro. Just scare the this. hell out of the that's kids right. for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't get it. Now, do you have a you you married with kids or uh, solo? No, yeah. I'm not married now. But two of the women that I got pregnant, I was noble enough to marry. Okay, and all so right. So I have a daughter, twenty six who's four months pregnant right now with her first child, Amy, who okay. is in some of my shows. She's 27. And my son is uh, actually a comedian out in Los Angeles, but not like me. <laughs> he wants to be an improv. He's part of uh, some kind of a comedy group. Like the Groundlings? No, Upright the, Citizens Brigade? Uh, yeah, 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 he's in that, whatever it is. I, <laughs> and, and I tell him, well, you don't have any jokes. You need to have uh, an audition tape, you right. know, but he doesn't want to do jokes. So D Does he sort of distance himself from, from I mean, uh, do you from, have a good relationship? the way I perform. Yeah, 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 he's not going to go up there with established jokes that he could use in a pinch. I mean, right. it's okay to ad lib, but you got to have something you can say. How do you make pickle bread? Dildo. You have to be able to hit him quick. <laughs> Ever so often, if you're in a rut, you know, you Need dig a something. hole sometimes. Who do you think is the greatest of all time, stand-up comic? Uh, gee, I like everybody's act a little bit every time they tell a good joke. Right. And um, Who told the most good jokes? Who did write the best... Um, 
I don't. I like George in his early years. Yeah. Later on, he got bitter. George and he, Carlin and he quit writing jokes. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm being George and Rip Taylor. Okay. I think I'm a wow. combination of those two because Rip showed me that you could dump stuff on people in the audience. I just did it from the stage. I actually ripped off Rip. Okay, you ripped Rip. Okay. Uh, uh, well, you can see it all without the mess, and that is uh, tonight at the Keswick Theater, and that's in Glenside. Great theater, by Great. the way. You're going to love it. Wonderful oh, I was there show. through my entire career. I hate going back to a place that used to be full, you know? And then I, <laughs> I didn't need those people anyway. I Just my real fans show up. You can go to keswickteater.com uh, for tickets, and uh, don't miss Gallagher, gang. Pleasure to meet you. Thanks for coming I by. I spent my great. life learning to do this. I think they should come and see. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, some people say it's the most fun they ever had. How can you miss that? There you go. Gallagher, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, on the Presidency Show. Enjoy your time in Philly. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. We've been very guest-heavy today, so uh, pushed back uh, the music news until now. So this will be our wrap-up final break, doing the letter of the day, word of the week prize, and all that stuff before we retreat. But what I liked is it sort of eased into the end of the day with the Gallagher interview. Yes. Did it ease into that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was on fire, Ooh. man. Dude, he was going, he, and he kept going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have kept going. Uh, but I, uh, we will do the uh, the music news, but the, the letter of the day coming up within this break. So if you've been hanging on to get those Pearl Jam tickets, uh, stay right where you are because we are going to have your chance to win. And don't forget this uh, your last chance to take a look at the ladies of Halloween Adventure who are on the Bud Light Hottie Cam and the lovely Victoria. Victoria is uh, Laura Croft right now. Looking damn good. Yep, and she's in the running for uh, Philly's hottest Halloween hottie. Wrapping that up this weekend, so WMMR.com, if you're a VIP member, you can vote, and please do, and let us know. Bless you. And, you. and let us know uh, who should win, because we're going to announce that uh, next week. Let us do music news. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's music news. Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Visit a locally owned Delaware Valley Jiffy Lube for a Jiffy Lube signature service oil change today. Jiffy Lube. More than an oil change. Pearl, listen to this. Pearl Jam, Rage Against the Machine, uh, guitarist Tom Morello and Nine Inch Nails are among the musical acts that demanded on Thursday that the U.S. government release the names of songs that were played at deafening volume for hours or days on end to torture prisoners since 2002. I uh, think this that's going to happen. At Guantanamo. Yeah. And uh, as according to the Washington Post, dozens of musicians supported the filing of a Freedom of Information Act by the National Security Archive, which seeks to declassify all records related to the use of music in so-called enhanced interrogation practices. Uh, Tom Morello said in a statement, the fact that music I helped create was used in crimes against humanity sickens me. We need to end torture and close Guantanamo now. Shut the f*** other artists uh, throwing their names behind the campaign to release the songs include R.E.M., Jackson Brown, Bonnie Raitt, and Steve Earle. Uh, Some of those artists just have released songs that have just tortured us in general. Uh, the artists just want to find out which songs were used and will explore any possible legal options once that is learned. Uh, Susan G. Kusick, a professor at New York University who has studied the use of music as torture, told The Post 
Uh, sound of a certain level can create sensory overload and breaks down subjectivity and can bring about a regression into infantile behavior. Uh, the, effectiveness, the effectiveness depends on the consistency of the sound, not the qualities of the music. So no matter what it is, if it's played loud enough, yep. it's going to irritate you. Uh, but these guys want to know if their own personal music was used as torture. I can imagine, hey, if you're an artist and you had that, you, you probably wouldn't want your music used in that particular way. Especially uh, if you didn't like torture. Yeah, especially if you didn't like torture. So they just want to find out if their songs were used or not. Now, whether or not they'll be able to get that information, we'll have to wait and find out. Weezer has been premiered, or they have premiered the video for its current single. If you're wondering if I want to, I want to you to. No. That's it? The hell you're wondering, wondering, I, yeah. If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. And uh, they debuted this at uh, Babelgum.com. Babelgum.com? Babelgum. Babelgum. B-A-B-E-L-G-U-M.com. Two Bs. Uh, no, that's one B, but, <laughs> but not right next to each other. Not right next to each other. Uh, the clip... <laughs> That's from Fletch, Kathy, just to let you know. The clip, shot by 500 Days of Summer director Mark Webb, takes place in the town of Weezerville, where all the residents look suspiciously like members of the band. Wow. And where the... Conf and and where the conformists... Uh, Why aren't they using this as torture? Where the conformist 1950s vibe is shattered by the arrival, you like this, Steve, of a bombshell played by Cloverfield star Odetta Justman. Oh, yes. Smoking. Gorgeous. She played Beth. Yes. The, uh, the, the girlfriend in the movie. She is... She's, uh, um, she's like Megan Fox hot. Yeah. She's stunningly beautiful. Uh, upon her arrival, the men of Weezerville go a little mad and shoot arrows at each other, drive trucks over each other, and wield chainsaws in their quest to get the girl. That's crazy! It is. So we'll see. Uh, Fallout Boy bassist Pete Wentz has been nominated for his social activism <laughs> as one of 20 celebs gone good by DoSomething.org, which has listed its top 100 celebrities who are involved in noteworthy causes. Also making the cut are Bono, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Pink, Neil Patrick Harris, Nicole Kidman, Daryl Hannah, and others. Uh, the site says about Wentz in the past, Pete has worked on issues like suicide prevention. Uh, this year, he took it to an international level, fighting for child soldiers in Uganda by teaming up with Invisible Children and their rescue campaign. So they're just giving him a nod and saying, good job. Good just, job, buddy boy. <laughs> Uh, founding KISS drummer Peter Chris is going public with his recent battles with breast cancer. Uh, Reuters reported that Chris first noticed a lump in his left nipple in December in 2007 and underwent a lumpectomy in February 2008, followed by a mastectomy in March. Uh, they removed the nipple? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Is that a lumpectomy? Uh, a, a mastectomy? No. Uh, a mastectomy is the entire breast. Right. But lump. what do you remove on a guy? Just the lump. Yeah. Well, I All guess, right. yeah. yeah. But a mastectomy, it's yeah, got to be the same he, on the guy. And he yeah. said it was yeah. in his nipple. Uh, yeah, so I guess they took it. Uh, Chris, wow. who's speaking on behalf of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, explained that it's tough for men to come to terms with what is perceived as a woman's disease, saying it can happen to you, and when it does, if you don't deal with it right away... Uh, with your dude and your metal and your tattoos, you'll go in the box and we'll see you. You are no more manly a guy than me, and I grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, Chris, <laughs> who left Kiss in 2004 when his contract wasn't renewed, was asked how he feels about uh, co-founders Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley carrying on with two other musicians dressed like Chris and guitarist Ace Frehley. He said, you want to put two clones up there in our makeup? That's great. Uh, must I keep putting spandex and makeup on at 70? I don't think I really want to do that, so it doesn't really bother him, I guess. 
Uh, and I got to remind you that it is a Pearl Jam weekend here at MMR. Blocks every hour, deep cuts, MMR archive tracks, and uh, where you can win tickets to the opening night show, which is next Tuesday. Some tickets do remain for that night only. LiveNation.com for the information. And don't forget that Pierre's procession to the spectrum is going to be taking place Tuesday afternoon, making stops along the way where you can win tickets for the opening night as well. And you can be an MMR concert correspondent with Matt Cord for Pearl Jam's sold-out Wednesday night show. Get to T-Mobile at the Willow Grove Mall tomorrow at noon. Play Guitar Hero to win. So farewell to the spectrum from MMR and some love from Pearl Jam. And uh, Gobbler Roos coming up. Don't forget uh, David Tell, Greg Giraldo, Jeffrey Ross at the Tower. And that is, of course, the night before Thanksgiving. It's Wednesday, the 25th. Uh, Jackson's Local Shots presents Automatic Fire, Jealousy Curve, uh, Zelazoa, and Ike at the TLA. And tickets on sale Friday for those shows, LiveNation.com. Pierre's going to be with Brewer View at the World Cafe Live. And Casey Boy will be with Fish. Woo! November <laughs> 25th at the Wachovia Center. I'll be hosting a pre-party at McFadden's, too. Uh, tickets will be on sale. Are you really? Yes. Okay. And yeah. uh, tickets are on sale Saturday. Bing, <laughs> Comcast ticks cop for that, for that information. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah, that's all I got. That's, that's music, it. That's, that's everything. That's it. Everything. That's the music news that I have for you. Um, we should, we, we do need to do the letter of the day. Can we do that now? <sighs> or it. We yeah. have You to. do have yeah. it? All right. Let us go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Y, as in Yoda. All right. Two more five. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Call now. Let's see if you can get this correct, and let's see if we can uh, set you up with uh, those tickets to all those Pearl Jam shows, which would be pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Uh, some thank yous to do today. Uh, you know, it was early this morning, but it was a lot of fun when these guys stopped by. Uh, the Game X is coming up at the Greater Philly Expo Center in Oaks, PA. It's going tonight, on, uh, Saturday, and Sunday, right? Going on now through Sunday. And we had uh, Brian O'Halloran, uh, Marilyn uh, Gigliotti, who are both from Clerks. They're yep. going to be there. And we had uh, Jason Garcia, uh, who is from uh, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street, he gets uh, he gets killed in the jail cell. Yeah, and, uh, and they're going to be there doing appearances. They were great guys. Uh, you know what? I thought Marilyn looked good. I thought she was. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, I thought she was kind of sexy. Yeah, really. Yeah, you didn't think so? You need to let her know. Oh, she thought she was. Uh, I was getting. Uh, oh, you know what? And was there a little that little info sheet that came? Oh, here it is. Uh, uh, Jay Sue, who is a really nice guy. Yep. Uh, is doing a screening of a, a movie that he's directed, and it is called Spiritual Warriors. And uh, it's going to be premiered tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Bryn Mawr Film Institute. Uh, so you can go to brynmawrfilm.org for information on that. And uh, who else is in that? Is he saying it's Robert Easton? Who is Robert and Easton? And Sally Kirkland. Who's Robert Easton? Uh, he's an actor in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Sally Kirkland from Back to School? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah. No, Sal- you're thinking of Sally. Um, Sally no, Jesse Raphael. No. Uh, Sally. Sally. Sally no. Who is the. Sally Field. S- <laughs> Sally- no, no, no. God damn it. No, yeah. When Harry met me. Sally. No, she has a, the very throaty voice. She does a lot of voiceover work. Jenny Craig. She, no. was, in, uh, she was in the movie Foxes. Uh, she was. She played She's JFK in the movie JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Great, now you she invented the polio vaccine. I don't know. <laughs> She, she 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 created the automotive industry in the Kellerman. United States. Sally Kellerman. Yeah. That's it. Okay. She signed the Magna Carta. That's oh, right. That's yeah. right. I remember. Her. She created the rotary yeah. engine. Yeah. She uh, she discovered uranium. <laughs> yeah. The rotary wow. engine. Wait, yes. I know what that's from. That's uh, my cousin Vinny. Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 My blue heaven. Yes. My yes. blue. My blue. My blue cousin. Michael <laughs> Vinny. <laughs> cousin. My blue. My blue. Met my blue cousin. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesus, it has been a long week. It's been there. It's is been, it showing? Yes. It started um, showing, you know, about an hour ago. All right, well, and, and I have other people to thank. Uh, Vince Fall. Yeah. Man, was he, he was so great to talk to. Come Today on. on our show, he opened for Gallagher. Uh, couples Retreat <laughs> is in theaters now. <laughs> Pierre, was Gallagher still in the kitchen when you walked in? Uh, no. Okay. All right, Robert England. Yeah! yeah! Freddy Krueger, Monster Mania tonight and tomorrow. Book signing. Uh, you can uh, look it up online. Just type in uh, monstermania.net. And uh, also Rich Voss, Helium Comedy Club this weekend. And uh, then we had Gallagher, who is yeah. going to be at uh, the Keswick tonight. So it's been a busy, busy day. And, of course, all the lovely ladies of Halloween Adventure on the uh, Bud Light Holiday um, Cam. Yes. By the way, was it the real Gallagher or was yeah, it the no, it was real. Gallagher? It was, it was the real one. It, you could just tell talking. It wasn't Gallagher 2. Uh, yeah, he was the real the real guy. Did he refer it to Gallagher 2 at all? No, no. He's, he's, he's talked about that countless times. But we, uh, we you know, he was he was on fire. We didn't get to talk to him. But he, sued. he was on something. <laughs> yeah, it was actually his brother. And he sued him and won in court. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I thought they did it as a, as a part of a partnership. No, 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 no. Oh. Was, he sued his brother over stealing his act. Contentious. Oh, oh, oh. Um, but well, he seems to be pretty positive. Let us, let us, uh, <laughs> let's give away the word of the week prize. Oh. I'm going to go to Dave on the line. Hey, Dave, how are you, man? Hey, Preston, how are you, buddy? You guys rock. <laughs> now, this is a guy. Oh, this seriously, sounds, you would make my day. You would make my year. You would make my life if I can get this word of the week. What I'm is gonna, it? I'm going to go with Howdy, H-O-W-D-Y. Yes. Oh, hold on. Marissa, I love you guys. You guys are the best. There we go. There we go. That's it. That's it. That's the way to do it. You guys are the best. Thank you so much, MMR. Don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> How are you, brother? Keep going. Memories for these last thirty years, I've been listening to MMR, and this is going to go down as one of the best, one of the greatest, one of the phenomenal. Come on. Oh, I love Come you. Come on. Great. I love Pro Jam. They're my all-time favorite band. Come on. Nick, you know it, brother. You know it. I Keep love it coming. Guys. I mean, I can't Make up for every late winner we've ever had. Oh, Come on. This is so great. Pierre, how are you, brother? I'm doing oh, it. Don't, don't stop. Oh, man, I love it. Give MMR it to me, baby. Best, Give it to me. MMR always will Feel work. the love. Love you forever and ever. That was a palate cleanser there. Hang on, David. Uh, palate cleanser. Oh, God. He could have kept going. <sighs> yeah. Just like Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, he's going to every single uh, Pearl Jam show nice. at the Spectrum. 27th, 28th. <laughs> <laughs> the 30th. And the, and the 31st. Do tickets still remain for that show on tickets the 27th? Tickets still remain night. for that show to uh, the 27th. Absolutely correct. Do Mundo Casey Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go get him now. Actually, there was a typo, Preston, and Dave actually won the uh, Gallagher ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry about oh, that, Dave. Dave. You know what? Yeah. I bet he would get oh. that excited for Gallagher. <laughs> Just kidding, Dave. Uh, let me see here. Quickly, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, CarVision.com. Great used cars. The price is better than anybody's. Compare it. CarVision.com. And also Tasty Cake. Now. Nobody bakes a. Yeah, I remember that. No, better than Tasty no. Cake. Oh yeah, jingles. Sing it. No, no. You started it. You started it in your Chevrolet. You are the one who started it. Now we're it. just making everything. Bump, 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 bump,
woke up to this. That's who the hell was that? That's intern Julie. <laughs> oh, dear God. Do you know who she, <laughs> you know who she is? Yes, she's okay. the one with the, all the blonde. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's her. You got it. She's the one with all the blonde. All the blonde. Absolutely. Um, all right, Pierre, what's uh, on your show On today, this uh, program today, we got a workforce block of our friends from Atlanta, Georgia, Collective Soul. Uh, we're also going to get into a huge block because the, the big news tonight, and I think a very few tickets remain for what's called Last Call at the Spectrum. So we have five more musical nights of life uh, for our legendary hall. Uh, in South Philly, we've got uh, four nights, obviously, next week with Pearl Jam. But uh, the uh, finale begins tonight with what we call the last call at the Spectrum. I will be uh, one of the hosts as we welcome on stage the Hooters, Todd Rundgren, Holland Oates. And uh, we'll do a combined block of all of that, which will be giant. And uh, got a way cool vinyl cut for you as well. Awesome. It'll be very entertaining. Stick with Pierre as he works your way into the weekend. And uh, just because Gallagher wasn't enough... Uh, next week on the show, <laughs> Emo Phillips will be Emo out. Phillips! Oh, I love Emo! Yeah. Emo's great, I've got the greatest station ID from Emo of all time for really? me. Really? Yes. This is Emo. I'll, I'll play it for you next week. All right. Is all he right. stopping in or calling us? Yeah, he'll we'll be here. Oh, all right, cool. great. So Emo Phillips will be here. Uh, Rashida, Rashida Jones will be joining oh, us. Oh, love her. Uh, we have the Chainsaw Wake Up Call taking place. Yes, we do. Uh, I think we might be sending the glory hole back out yeah. on the road. Yeah. We haven't done that literally in probably five years. years. Yeah. Uh, so we'll send that out, and uh, it's the Haunted Horror Ride next Friday. So uh, do us a favor. Have a great, safe weekend. Yes, Kathy, go uh, ahead. No, uh, Marissa, Matt Cord, oh, and I dancing. will be. Yes, we'll be have our, our uh, dancing oh. charity event thing at uh, the Haverford School with Dance Sport Academy. So come out. It's Sunday at 3.30. And then uh, don't forget, I'll be at the Sleep Number Store at uh, 611 Cross Keys Road in Sickleville, New Jersey, tomorrow from noon to 2 with all sorts of savings and lots of beds. If you get tired, I'll put you down. That's great. <laughs> Hey, uh, by the way, speaking of, of, of your thing, Kathy, yes. did you guys see Matt Cord dancing on TV? On yes. Oh, yeah. Show? We, we had him on the other day, yeah. I have great. a link to it on my web gadgetry. <laughs> okay. um, it's really incredible. you got to see it. I also need to mention uh, our friend Mark Zumoff of uh, the Sixers fame uh, wanted us to pass this information along. The 18th annual Lupus Loop 5K Run Two Mile Walk for Lupus uh, is taking place to... Or no, no, Sunday. Uh, Sunday, I'm sorry, yeah. And they have uh, uh, all the information. Damn it, I don't know where all the information is. <laughs> it's at lupuswalk.org, I believe. Uh, or lupusloop.org. Hey, why don't you look at that? You know, we'll put it up on the community bulletin board. There. It's already it there. Yeah. Hey, the, the Eagles aren't playing on Sunday. It's going to be a beautiful day. So, you know, get out for a good cause. All right, cool. And then go see Kathy dance. All right, now that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great weekend. And we will see you on Monday, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve, love you, hate you, line. you to the big deer in the road. I ran over on my motorcycle. I ran right over its head. I got deer guts, blood, juice all over my bike, and it stinks. you, deer. Next message. Dude, you got rock. Boondock Saints 2 was awesome. I am Sean Patrick. Oh my god! You rock! Next message. Yeah, to the guy picking his nose in my rear view mirror, you're f disgusting. Oh wait, that's me. I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.